No one says that. Come on. Oh, God. I don't know. But I, I, I chuckled when uh, Laura Lenny said, suck my cock. Yeah, uh... suck, suck my dick. Yeah. I always love it when women say that. <laughs> That's the best. Although, I what, has a guy ever said, you know what you could do? You could just eat me out. <laughs> Welcome to A Cast With No Name. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. This is episode 7, Monday, May 9th, 2022. This episode, we will discuss the new Marvel film, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Plus, we will discuss the newly wrapped Netflix show, Ozark. But first... Do you see anything? Other than what we're going to talk about? Yeah. No. No. Not really. The, uh, oh, some trailers. Yeah, we did we see talk some about trailers. The, you know, talk about the trailers that we saw. Let's talk about one of the good ones that we just saw five minutes ago, Cobra Kai. Are you excited? Yeah. Uh, yes. I I like the show. I, I do too. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. And it's a little campy. I mean, it's, it's a lot campy. That's, that's what makes it so charming. And it's good. I think that show is um, the best way to revitalize a yeah. franchise. Because they didn't, I mean, they don't take it too seriously, but they take it serious enough to where there's some emotional weight in some of the scenes. Yeah. Um, but it's, I think they do a great job targeting uh, the original fans without alienating new viewers. And they do a good job, from my understanding, of attracting new people or attracting new, a new audience without alienating the old fans. So I love the about face they did with Johnny Lawrence's character. Yeah. Where he goes from just you don't like him at all really mm -hmm. in the movies and he's just the best. Yeah. yeah he's they, so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. He's a good he's a good doofus. And yeah. um yeah, just one of those characters with a uh a heart of gold or just yeah. the the underdog kind of yeah. story. Kind but, of be, he, you know, him being fed up that he was just an ass in mm -hmm. his younger years, he's just trying to cope with that and then yeah, and he's you know. not a fool, but he he is kind of a dummy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but he's a big dummy. But, but he's a smart dummy. Kind right, of, he, right. has, he has his moments. He's so. got good intentions for everything. But yeah, but the only thing that we were worried about was that they turn they're turning it out fast. Like yeah, the last season was January first, and this one's coming out September. Yep, which they don't have. I don't think they do too many special effects. I mean, probably That's some true. green screen stuff. But yeah. um, yeah, a lot of it's drama. A lot of it's just actors on screen with uh. Yep some okay okay choreography okay. but just enough <laughs> it's all right yeah, quick edits yeah <laughs> um need some liam neeson over the fence edits you know yeah and, and that's fine I mean, if you if you yeah. watch the original karate kids i mean some of the choreography is a little... you're not watching it for the fights yeah you're watching it for the banter between yep. the characters the banter and for the characters yeah. <laughs> and for the characters yes yep. so but yeah looking forward to that uh yeah it'll it's... be good it'll be the last season um, yeah and uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they wrap it up, but they just keep taking it up another level of, um, but it's just good soapy villain. Yep. Awesome. Situations. So what'd you think of the new Avatar trailer? I, for a trailer that showed absolutely nothing. Um, oh, and we saw this previous at the Doctor Strange. Yeah. That we yes. went to go see yeah, in the, the two, the two new trailers were going to be uh, Avatar and Don't Worry Darling. We saw both, uh, prior to Dr. Strange. Um, yep. I, without showing anything in the trailer, it actually got me kind of interested in seeing it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I mean, the music that they had underneath there was good. The shots yep. were very, very, I mean, it, it's a cartoon. The whole thing is a cartoon, but it's a really good looking cartoon. That's right. Um, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. it. It intrigued me without showing me anything and didn't add any new information to that of the Avatar world that I didn't already know. But I think it did a good job of making me want to see it. Yeah. But I'm still not I'm still not an Avatar fan. But that that's why I think I like the trailers, because it, it did a good job of making me want to see the film, even though I'm indifferent to the whole franchise. Yeah, and you didn't see the first one in theaters, did you? I did. Oh, um, you did? In yeah. 3D? Yeah. Yep. Oh, OK. And um, and I enjoyed the 3D effect of it. And I, that was really well done. I got I hate heights, but I got the sweaty palms yeah. um, during that movie. But the franchise story wise, I, I have no dying urge okay. to see the continuation. But that's why I think I liked the, the trailer that much, because it made me interested in the sequel when I'm not really interested in the sequel. Kind yeah, of, if that makes sense. I was just interested that. As they were showing the shots, I was just thinking to myself, I can't wait to see this in 3D because that's that has to this day been the best 3D experience I've ever had was mm-hmm. Avatar 3D. It was awesome. Uh, with these underwater shots, I can see that just being fantastic in 3D. Yeah. So I'm excited. I I will go see that in IMAX 3D mm-hmm. for sure. Down to the State Museum. Down to the State Museum. Are we going to? Yes. We're going to do it. No, we're going to do it. And it'll be great. I already know it will be. Yeah. I mean, what, 13 years? Yeah, 13 years. Yeah. It's that time. Better be fucking good, James. <laughs> <laughs> you take your sweet ass time making these movies. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting how it turns. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna make a shit ton of money. Oh, well. um, oh, no doubt. Story. I I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go into it with no expectation. Me too. And that I think will probably be the best way to approach it. Um, well, I saw Avatar not knowing what the story was about. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I just thought it looked cool. And it was James Cameron. So let's go check it out. I am. Yeah. Yeah. By the time I saw it in theaters, it was, I was already aware of the Fern Gully in space mm. or Dances with Wolves in I didn't space. Know stuff. Um, no. I was already aware of that. Um, didn't bother me i mean it's a basic story um but uh that movie wasn't created for the story it was created for the technology that's right and i think that's actually what drove james cameron more than anything sure um i hope the sequels is was driven is sequels uh i hope the sequels were developed because of the story not because of new technology of new technology um, well, supposedly the under the underwater technology was so improved that they included the underwater scenes. It's called the way of water. Yeah. And so I'm sure we're going to get plenty of that or Avatar be like water. Bruce Lee shows up twist ending. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Kung Fu's the shit out of everybody. Did you see that? Be, be like, like water? water. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We saw a little yeah. bit of it. Oh, saw yeah. it at your house. So good. That would be the best of Bruce. Bruce and I finished it up on an airplane. Uh, Oh, yeah. When I was flying out for something for work that uh, it was on Delta it was on one of those. That might be a good way to to see it. You're just focused on it. Mm-hmm. You're meditating with it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of flying either. So I'm just. Yeah, I'm right there. That would be good if Bruce Lee showed up in Avatar. Yeah. The way of water. Oh, that's like something he would say. Be like water. Be friend. the way of water. <laughs> <laughs> you have big mouth. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I big, shut it for you. You are big and blue like water. <laughs> 
<laughs> you giant smug. So, but yeah, uh, I think that trailer looks. I'm, I mean, made, it's a minute made, and a half. Yeah, made made the movies look, or the new one look interesting, or sure. built some kind of curiosity. I hope they have a better story yeah. because if not, it's going to be a very long four movies, and it that that's why I say there's got to be some hopefully some story. You're right that he was itching to tell, because if not, if it was just oh here's some more pretty, foot do a museum exhibit or something. I mean, granted, right. yeah, you're making money, but. Um, it's going to be a long four or, movies if the right. story is just rehashed crap that's not original or just not engaging. Right. And or just make a sequel and end it. Don't stretch it out for four movies. You're right. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be uh, laborious. Yeah. If it's and I know he wants this to be his Star Wars, but Star Wars had char- Yeah, had effects, but more importantly, had, had characters, characters that people wanted to follow. And the story was interesting. At the time, for sure. Yeah. It still is, and it was, it was a callback to things that people weren't familiar with at that mm-hmm. point in time. Um, yeah. And I I just hope for his sake, for the movie's sake, um, that the story is good. Because he, he can do a great story. Oh, sure. With engaging characters. Yes. Um, and I, I like Titanic because of the characters. I like Terminator 2 because the action and the characters. It's the characters that make those movies really good yes um we already know he can direct action we know he can do characters but avatar had a lot of good action a lot of good visuals but just i don't think the characters were there. yeah if, they, if the new avatar had like the emotional heft of t2 especially like the ending oh man yeah yeah i mean i that'd be good so that's that's what i'm hoping but mm-hmm. i'm not again i'm not gonna set a kind of bar in my head or anything like that is I'm just going to go in there with no expectations because if I go in there thinking, well, the story's going to be dog shit, then hopefully I'll be pleasantly surprised and right. enjoy it more. So it's going to make so much money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel sorry for the, apparently there's a small group of people that are just super into avatar. At least there was, what are these people called? 13 years of avatars. Avatars? Are, are they? Is that fully clear? I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I thought you were like, called avatars. I was like, what, 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 what can I tell? It's like, it's not avatarians. Um, that doesn't sound right. It's like avatars. So, um, I don't know what they're called, but apparently yeah. there was stupid PR out there of people being depressed because they couldn't live in the world of Pandora and oh. all this other crap which was probably just bs but um apparently there's a very small diehard fan base is this like furries uh, maybe dude i don't know i'm so I, out of the loop but i i feel bad for them because they've been waiting for it for 13 years and it's just not going to oh they're building up in their head i, I see what you're saying i mean anyone would i mean any yeah. franchise so i mean i think that's kind of what happens with um things that take a while to come out, people build it up in their heads yeah. and it just never lives up to the expectation because everybody has it in, fixed in their mm-hmm. own head of how I want it to be like this kind of a thing. And yep. it just never works out. Rarely does it work. Rarely. Out. That's a good segue into Dr. Strange building it up in your head and it just ruins the experience for you. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to approach going into a movie. Low expectations. Nope. Or no expectations. Or no but yeah, what the other trailer uh, oh, yeah. we saw was Don't Worry, Darling, mm-hmm. which I didn't know anything about this movie. I didn't either. Um, 
Look good. Yeah, looks good. Looks like a great movie. Looks like it's something Shot original. Well. Yeah. I, I got some Stepford Wives. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, Stepford Wives. Just like the classic yeah. mid-century. 50s kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, something going on that their husbands are doing that this housewife is skeptical of. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know it was going to be like a suspense thriller. I thought it was going to be something along the lines of they were doing like atomic testing or something, which may be the case. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be somewhat of a um not biopic but just based on somewhat historical thing not just kind of a supernatural or uh just suspense by itself just standalone story that's completely fiction um, are they trying to go for horror or suspense i couldn't tell probably a psychological the, thriller would be uh, my guess um i felt like uh florence Pugh, Pugh, uh is probably <laughs> going to be the main character of I'm going nuts and no one's believing me kind of a thing. Which she kind of did in Midsommar. Yeah. She plays that pretty well. And um, is it Somner or Somer? Midsommar? Somer? Somner. Somner. I don't know. Bears. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, cherry pie, tart, whatever. <laughs> um, but I thought it looked good. Uh, the it acting does. looked good. It was uh, directed by Olivia Wilde. Right. You said it's her second. She did book smart. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's really good though. It's a comedy, like a the, coming of age. The two, okay, yep. I think that came out a year or two ago, like, didn't it? Two or three years ago. Okay, I remember hearing about it because yeah. it, it won some awards, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it was Sundance or if it was uh, independent, like an independent spirit award, or I don't know. But heard it was good. Uh, but her visual style looks, yeah, really on point. It looks really awesome. good. Yeah, and um, it. It looks like one of those movies that's going to take its time, yeah, and just let everything breathe, or just kind of do like that slow build up. And I got this Jordan Peele vibe from it, yeah, like from Get Out, just the way the shot, the shots looked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hope it's, I hope it's good. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, uh, it got me excited because it's something original that's yes. coming out into theaters. That yes, I'm a fan of any of that. Yeah, anything original that comes out. Yeah. So, i'll go see it yeah i think it'll be good mm-hmm. uh hopefully but no expectations yes low very so. low well who was in it it was florence Puh. florence Puh. chris then, pine uh, chris pine that's what i, I couldn't yeah. think of it and then you have uh harry, harry styles harry styles yeah and then you had here i think olivia wilde's in it too olivia wilde is in it um chris pine that's right you have nick kroll oh yeah uh jimma chan is nick kroll uh big mouth yes yeah he's also ruxin in the league <laughs> that's right hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah what else we got i miss the league the league was pretty what funny. a great show man perfect example for if you get a bunch of improv people together and let them improv oh yeah that's where you do it not in a three hour long movie exactly um but yeah so cool yeah be uh be interesting let's see when does yeah when does it come out september 23rd don't worry darling huh thanksgiving huh september i thought you said november oh sorry no september 23rd my bad (laughs) september 23rd halloween beautiful (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, so cool all right uh when was it a week ago 
two weeks ago, Ozark released the uh, this, a week ago around there. A week okay. and a half. I don't know around there. So two Ozark released the second part of their season four season four uh, finale. Uh, April 29th is when they released them. Um, yep. And I rushed last night. I was quickly, vigorously sitting on the couch and watched yes. four hours of Ozark to make sure I had it finished up before today. But yeah, because I finished it before you did. Yes. And I tortured you and said, you better. Yes. Finish, you better watch it. You better finish this shit. Now you get a slacking and then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So let's start there. Since I had, I force you to watch this as much as fast as possible. Let's, what were your thoughts? Um, for the series as a whole or for the season? Both. Okay. Because there's, there's been a lot of reaction to the season finale, but let's talk about okay. the whole thing. I, overall I haven't seen any of the reactions cause I mean, Oh good. Well so, then so, I can. Yeah. Enlighten me. Enlighten the, me. Um, but overall for the ending of the show, I felt like it, it, it felt rushed. Um, I don't know if they just had, if Netflix gave them, okay, you guys got to wrap this up. We're only going to give it to you for X number yeah. of episodes. Um, so wrap the story. Uh, the second, the first part of season four, I didn't get that feeling. The second part of season four is really when I got the feeling that yeah. it, it felt like it was rushed. Um, we've, we binged. Yeah. I, I want to say binge, but we would watch multiple episodes a night whenever Ozark came out. So it wasn't that I was watching all those episodes all at once. Um, and that's what felt like it was rushed. It, we did that with all the other seasons. Um, it, it, it felt spoilers, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, this whole episode spoilers. Yeah. Um, the conclu the foundation party, that being all set up and, um, Oh, you mean setting up to that? It felt rushed. Setting up to that yeah. felt rushed everything falling into place like oh we got all these donors that showed up oh and more people are so like it felt like it was just like oh everything's falling into place oh great i'm not alone because i felt like how did they set all yeah i yeah. felt the same way and it's like oh all these people are going to donate money to these how, riverboat again? casino people that no one's ever heard of right but because some person vouched for somebody else um admitting wendy into the psych ward for oh tell tell my kids that i'm here uh, I'm, I'm going to admit myself, even though the biggest evening of my life is coming up. I'm that felt weird. Do you it think felt, there would have been a local reporter? There would have been like, Hey, uh, this windy bird lady who's throwing this multi-million dollar fundraiser kind of racked up in the cuckoo bin. Yeah. You don't think anyone would have <laughs> looked that up on yeah. their due diligence of exactly. like, if these people are as rich as they say they are. They're, they're going, not going to give money to a foundation no. without knowing everything about these oh, yeah. people. Oh yeah. Typically I would think if I had that much money, I would research the crap out of everything I was sure. giving my money to. Well, don't um, you research the crap out of when you're like, yeah, I do that now. Like if I, a water bottle, $15, hold on. <laughs> Let me research this for about three to five years, right. not make a decision. Yeah. And then maybe later on. So that's how long I, I yeah. mean, and, like the recording equipment that we got, like it's literally, uh, all right, here are the 10 options. That was six years. Exactly. Six years in the, you kept every week. We wanted to start this six like years Matt, ago fucking research you got to research it i know you don't want to make a mistake because as soon as you do well then it's just too late this this gets 10 decibels or <laughs> blah 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 megawatts amperage i'm like uh, i the, don't the I, dynamic range needs to <laughs> um yeah um 
Yeah. So that I do that with $15. Right. No research for 10 million, right? Yeah. Um, that felt rushed. Um, her admitting herself because she couldn't, because her kids were threatening to leave felt weird. Um, I don't, I think it was more of a psychological ploy that she was trying to put on her kids so that she can get them to stay. Um, and then Ruth getting all this money all of a sudden, Oh, yep. Building my house. And like how, like, I just, I don't know if it's because I didn't know how much time was going by, but it felt like all this happened within a week. I think it did. And I was like, okay, that's quick. Very quick. Um, so not only did it, I felt like it was rushed in the show time wise, but also it didn't let anything breathe or play out. It felt, um, furthermore, after the, it was the car, maybe the car wreck. What was the point of the car wreck? I have that down. I was like, point of the car wreck. Question mark. They foreshadowed that in episode one of part one of season four. So I was thinking, because yeah. when when that scene came up, I was like, when I was watching with Nicole, like, did, wasn't there a car wreck on the first, like the very first scene? Yeah, and because the, they talked about meeting with the FBI. Yeah. And I think it was just a false sense of suspense. That's, that's just sucks. a false sense of conflict or that something. Sucks. I know, doesn't it? I mean, but it what's sucks. the... And they reference it with the the priest later on. She's like, no, that that's just the yeah, because the priest is like, that's God telling you to stop to stop. Right. You're only going to get so many chances. And yes. she said, no, if anything, it's God telling us we're all going to be OK, no matter what happens. Right. Um, but you if there's a point for that interchange, yeah. that's not worth it. No. I think it was just a false sense of, oh, well, we got to have some kind of connection. I don't it, I think it was just a way to make up false conflict i think it was cheap definitely and then because because nothing came out of it no nicole thought that the kids were gonna die in the car wreck because it was set up for uh i can't remember it's been a week since i've seen this uh i can't remember go ahead it was it was right after they got him out of the or right after wendy left the psych ward okay i thought wendy was gonna die in the car wreck and Marty wouldn't figure out how to get his get himself out of it. Oh, okay. Um, or he wouldn't know what to do. Um, because Wendy was kind of controlling that whole thing to where I thought she was gonna die right. in the car wreck, and that would be that would have been like more compelling. They were kind of fucked. There like, was something that a character said an episode or two ago about the kids. I just can't think of it because it's not important. I just mm -hmm. I just it's not important. Yeah, you thought it, it was matter. gonna lead to something and, and, it, didn't. and it didn't. Yeah. Um but yeah, the car wreck I felt was was weird. Um, it was just it was just thrown in there just to throw in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just felt the ending was rushed to where they knew how they where they wanted to be to where it ended, but it just kind of felt yeah like too much was happening, and it felt like everything was too convenient. Yeah. Um, didn't really feel like something that would organically happen. Yeah, I agree based on the actions of the characters. Yeah. Everything was just happening so man, man, man. quick, quick. And you don't need to do that. It's, yeah. it's a TV series, which, and that's why I'm saying maybe they did because maybe Netflix is like, okay, you got to wrap it up. But at the same time, then I feel like they probably could have taken some of that stuff and pushed it over into part one. Sure. Of, or taken a segment of the story out. Um, you guys got to hurry up and wrap up this very popular show. 
You got to wrap it up now. It's the Netflix way. I'm just, I'm just surprised they let them finish it, and they just didn't. Yeah, know. you know what? Out there. Yeah, fuck it. Right. Canceled. Yeah, canceled. Canceled. We need to make room for this cupcake reality show. Yep. We're decorating, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Is it cake? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Love yeah. is blind season fourteen. Yeah. We got a stained glass candy reality show. Yep. We got to put it on there. So, uh, but yeah, overall season felt rushed. Uh, what did you think of the season? Oh, before the, before we get to my thoughts, what did you? How did you think it should have ended? How do I think it should have ended? Yeah. See, I don't know because I, I for when I started watching part two of season four, I had a feeling they were, and I was hoping they weren't going to do this, which they didn't. I thought they were going to do a Breaking Bad style ending to where mm-hmm. Ruth is the only one that gets away, mm-hmm. and she's the only one with the happy ending. Um, obviously that wasn't the case. And I, I don't know, but I, I, I don't know how it should have ended. I think it, the way it ended is fine. I, I, I'm just not that gung ho about the ending because I'm, I felt like it was a, because of the way it was set up. You said like everything felt rushed a little bit. The way it was set up, but it's a, it's not a happy ending. No. And was that the point? I mean, like, I, I kind of feel let down by the show overall, but I don't know why. Is it because, and I like, this is just one of the points I wrote down is, am I too used to things that have to have a meaningful ending or a moral uh, ending to a story? I mean, it's not a, like I said, it's not a happy ending, but and it doesn't have to be. I mean, you have you have movies, you have other TV shows that are just sad, I guess. But I guess I wasn't set up internally to expect that. I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping for some kind of satisfying ending. And I, not that satisfying needs to be a happy ending. But did you get the same feeling after The Sopranos? Uh, after The Sopranos, I was more somewhat shocked not shocked but just kind of like that it yeah and like did i miss something but you didn't get that feeling with those art no it's just like i guess okay i guess it ended i guess you get it yeah um i get what they were trying to say what do you think that was they were they were just trying to say uh sometimes Bad things happen to good people, and sometimes bad thing bad people get away with it. Yeah, that's it, what they were trying to say. And maybe maybe it's just because the way I'm aware of the world at this age, as opposed to what I was in when high you're, school. Yeah. yeah, and because even when you're in high school, even early years of college, your awareness of actually what's going on is still very limited, and like the curtain keeps getting pulled back as you get older. Right. And um, so I don't know if I'm just. What's the word? Uh, Tired of those kinds of endings, because I see it so often in the real world. Yeah. That I just I don't want that in my entertainment. Gotcha. And to where I get it, guys, I'm. Yeah, I know. I know that that's (laughs) not why I don't need to be reminded how shitty the world is. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so if you're, if you're seeing this when you're 18, it might be shocking, but for more seasoned people like you, you or myself, it, 
it's yeah, we and, get it. And maybe it and does it, happen. And that's world. just my point of view too. So, I mean, I'm sure um, there's probably people our ages that really enjoyed the ending. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I, I was more into that when I was younger, I think, because I was like, Ooh, that's, that's risque. The bad P guys got away with it because in my mind, it was yeah. always like, yeah, bad guys still sometimes get away with things, but you, you just don't realize under on that level. Um, yeah. To how true that actually is. But so I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's the reason. I don't know if it's just because it felt rushed because I was, I didn't want Ruth to die because I didn't, I kind of wanted some kind of comeuppance or some kind of, I guess, resolution, but, um, yeah, no one wanted Ruth to die. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's, she was a great character. And, and I'm fine with characters you love dying. Um, I mean, it was kind of since, so, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. Maybe I, I was talking with Christy. I don't know if I'll watch the show again, not because of the ending, but just mm -hmm. because it, the show overall, I wasn't, um, it's not something I feel like I would want to watch. There's not a lot of instances in the show. that I was like, Oh, that was such a great scene. I kind of want to see that situation play out again. Like right. Sopranos. I feel like the rewatchability is there. I've seen that show probably three or four times all okay. the way through. Um, and I just like mafia stories. Of course. Uh, Mad Men. Same thing. I've watched that probably three or four times. Um, and there's certain TV shows that I will. Uh, Parks and Recreation. The Office. Um, yep. There's things you want to revisit. This I don't feel like I would want to revisit. Again, not because it's just <clears throat> I was unsatisfied with the ending. Yeah. Because I was on. Um, or maybe that, that might have something to do with it. But I don't know. Maybe a year from now. Maybe I want to go back and watch it again or something to now that I know what to expect, see if it would be any better. But uh, it'd be brutal just because which some of my points I'll get to later. Some of the characters, I don't know if I can do yeah. this again. Well, I, I have a different opinion on that. I could probably watch it again because I think the acting is ju it's just stellar. Mm -hmm. And I do. And overall, the series had just a, a constant tone, which I loved. It was always serious. There wasn't any fluff in it uh the cinematography is great i like i like the blue tint that they have throughout because it makes it unique it stands out i like that uh i mean bateman and, and Lenny are just awesome in it and then julie garner steals the show any scene that she's in she just kind of eats it up she's awesome i could see that and rewatch that again um regardless of the ending but i didn't like the ending at all i get what they were trying to do mm -hmm. but they should have killed everybody that's how i thought it should have ended Every one of those characters was awful, and each of them deserved to die, with the exception of maybe the bird kids. But Wendy and Marty and Ruth were just awful people. And if you're going to deal with the cartel, what's really going to happen? They're going to kill you. Kind of like, and here's why the show is really great. The, the, se the, the endings of season three and part one of season four were perfect. Like, the ending of season three when they fly to Mexico to meet Omar Navarro with the, with the lawyer. And I'm like, he's just going to shoot the lawyer. That's what should happen. Lawyers are a dime a dozen. Marty's the one with the genius behind getting the money flowing, hmm. you know, so the, the feds aren't on you. And they shoot the lawyer right in front of him. I'm like, perfect. That's how it should end. It's very smart. Season, season four, part one, Darlene is 
I thought Darlene should have died in like the end of season two. She was just too crazy, killing uh, cartel members and stuff. Are you kidding me? They're just going to come and kill you. Mm-hmm. And what happens? The cartel comes and they just shoot her in her house along with her. Like that's what would happen in real life. And I appreciated that. This with uh, Ruth getting the the you know just dying unceremoniously really by like again and we can get into this a character that's in it for six episodes and somehow she's the head of the cartel and we can dive into that i think that's ridiculous and then uh marty and wendy just getting away scot-free with with their son pulling the trigger trigger at the end and i don't think that that was earned i don't think that what was the what was the kid's name in it i can't fucking remember his name. oh marty jr some marty jr whatever do I think that Marty Jr. would take a shotgun and kill a police officer or a private eye? Jonah. Who um, was the whole season, he did not like his mother. The whole season. The hated old- her. Didn't really like his dad all that much either because he never stood up to her mom. Oh, you're only doing what mom wants to do. And he kind of liked the PI because he was looking in on his un- the death of his uncle. Mm-hmm. So in like an episode he does an about face and he's going to murder somebody again too quick with right. uh there's no i mean uh no unless i mean i with that whole thing there was another scene to where jonah it was in season two or something he had a rifle mm-hmm. and i i don't yeah. know if his when buddy was still alive um but he had a rifle and he was pointing at somebody yeah and he didn't kill the person mm-hmm. and uh marty was grateful of that i'd have to rewatch that scene but that it i was reminded of back when he was almost going to do it previously right um but i don't know what the context was so i can't it's been so long since i'd seen that scene in the episode so i didn't know how to put the two together to see how it compared other than the fact that he shot um the person yep um i didn't like the way Marty just fell to the wayside towards the end of the show from season three on Wendy, her character, she just made all the moves and Marty was kind of just reacting to what she was doing to where he just kind of became a secondary character. And, and it's like, what? So this guy's making all the moves the first two seasons. And now he's kind of just a, he's he's not making any moves. He's just Mm -hmm. reacting to what, whatever Wendy wants to do. And I don't know. So some of the stuff, like, I, I don't know if that was their intention to Maybe. where like Wendy was always the brains behind the operation kind of a thing. Um, but that was the, not to get off on random tangents, but like th- th- that was the other thing that I, I wasn't sold on was their relationship. Yeah. I, and I don't know if it's, they did that on purpose to where any logical person be like, why are they still together? Yeah. They should have separate. I mean, because it was, it started they, off they so many on him. Yeah. Her cheating on him, and then at the end of season two, or like right when they get the casino, like he tells uh, his daughter Charlotte, "His if you want to get emancipated, I'm 100 percent for it." Sure. Like yeah. it, he was like at that point, he was like, "Nope, this family's dead." And then start of the next season, nope, yeah, we're back together as a. F- it didn't. I don't know. It just didn't make sense. I didn't understand why they would still be together, um, unless they were going for that. And they wanted to have logical people watching yeah. this show question why these two people are still together uh, because they're not good for each other. No. Um, they are in the sense that they're, I feel like they were more obviously business partners than in a loving relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, 
obviously doing that for everybody involved. I mean, I don't know. I felt like they were staying together at least halfway through the show. I felt like they were more staying together so that they would ensure their survival. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, opposed to actually wanting to be together. Right. Maybe um, staying together for the kids. I don't know. But even then he was like, he was, he told his daughter to get yeah. emancipated. If you want to get out of this family, he's like, I, I support it because he wanted to get out. And yep. then that changed or for whatever. I don't know. It, an instance, it just felt all over the place at times. Um, but I mean, the acting was really good. But oh, the acting's top notch. Um, yeah, it's yeah. But how it, I thought it should have ended. Should have should everyone have died? Yeah, Jay, bloodbath. <laughs> the oh yeah, I don't know. Some of that just Scarface it. Yeah, the uh, they should have done that. Then it would be really. I mean, I guess. I mean, uh, what's he, the point of the show? Like, and, well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you're, does you're, it have a point? Is it just a, here's some entertainment. Here's like, what are they? I get with the bird surviving. It's kind of a statement on here's how some powerful families exist or come into being. Sure. Okay. Um, but if everyone died, then, then what would the point be? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be like a similar how I met your mother. Well, kind of an ending to where... Well, the kind of that argument, what's the point of them living? Well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the point of the show. Uh, <laughs> the point of the show is to make money for Netflix, Jay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, but... I I would have been fine with a Breaking Bad ending, with Ruth, with Ruth surviving. See, I wouldn't have, because then I would have been like... Because uh, I, already, I already called it Breaking Bad, but for accountants. Um, you did, yeah. That's true. And well, it is. It is, and <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't want a similar ending. I've seen that show, right? And um, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe because I was that that could be it. To where I mean, I don't think Breaking Bad is the best show ever made, but it's a really good show. Yeah, and they did a good job with that character. Uh, with or, Walter White and explaining the reason why he did it, and they kind of let that breathe and drew out the finale of the story to where this, where I kind of always kind of in the back of my head compared it to Breaking Bad, didn't do that. So maybe that's why. Yeah, or maybe like you know, kill Wendy, like the, the cartel kills Wendy, they hold Bateman hostage. To launder money in perpetuity, and, and then let their a, kids go. like a prisoner. Yeah, yeah. Let your kids go. Something like that. Yeah, I, you're gonna work for us until you're dead, or else mm-hmm. we're gonna kill your kids. Like I'd be fine with that too. I th- uh yeah, um, because I think before the ending of the show, I thought Marty was going to pull something to where him and his kids could get away. Mm. Because I thought they were building Wendy up to be yes. such a villain to where that's who he had to get away from. I was thinking from. the same thing. Um, I was or, him, yeah. um, I thought Wendy was probably trying to finagle her way to be the head of the cart, like in some weird way to yeah. either put her or Marty in that position. Not to but, go into too much of a tangent here, Jay, but did you notice that all of the moves being made in the last season were by women? All of them. Nothing chaps my ass more. No, no, no. no. Hear me out here. Ru- Ruth Langmore, <laughs> Wendy Bird, the FBI lady, and Camilla Alessandro. 
and all the guys were kind of pushed aside as like pushovers and and slash morons. Omar gets capped. <laughs> Marty is just reacting to the situation. He's not making any moves, really. Uh, uh, the PI is kind of just twirling in circles, not really doing anything. Well, I don't know. I think the PI was kind of a. Uh, I don't know. Um, I get what you're saying. My point is the guy, the, no males made any decisions in the last half of the season at all. Maybe that's why it was so bad. That's not why it was bad, Jay. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying. Was no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm <laughs> was agreeing it with you. Um, <laughs> it was definitely intentional. Maybe that's why people are reacting to it. Is that, of course, I don't know what the reactions are, but no, I, I agree with you. It would have been better if more men were making decisions. <laughs> um, but no, the uh, I did have... I'm fine with it, Jay. It's just blatantly obvious. No, it's okay. I mean, it's blatantly show obvious. your hate. It's fine. <laughs> um, the but no, I I had that as a note to where, um, because they had this issue in Breaking Bad to where the difficulty of writing morally correct characters against the protagonist. Yeah. So you had in Breaking Bad Walter White's wife. Um, yeah. Skyler. Skyler, yeah. I remember when the show was on the air, people hated her hmm. and a gun. Because I mean they'd call her bitch. They I mean, a lot of people hated her character. Really? Yeah. Um, to where she was being harassed. Um like in like, real life? Yeah. Like just what? they just hated her character because she was against Walter White. And they were there was some discussion to where is that because she's a woman like that falls under um, like they didn't know if it was like misogynist or something like that. I mean, I, you really, you didn't follow this at all. Not in at the all. Early no. 2000s I liked her 2010s. character. The, no. See, I didn't. I, I thought oh, she was, like her? I thought she was annoying oh. because I felt like she held up the story and, but she was correct. Hmm? everything she was saying for the most part i mean she in the later seasons she started getting hypocritical because her and uh ted yeah uh she was helping that whole thing out yeah, yeah, to yeah. where but walter was doing so much worse stuff oh god yeah and people were giving him a pass and some there was discussions like oh is that a sign of misogyny or is that because walter's doing all this horrible things skylar is doing a little bit of horrible things and everyone jumps on her. Um, I think it's more of writing morally correct characters when your main character, your protagonist is an anti-hero or the actual villain or doing worse things because um, I have the private investigator, yep. uh, agent Maya, uh, the FBI agent, uh, the daughter Charlotte in early seasons. Um, morally correct characters i found all those characters annoying certain parts you did yeah <laughs> like the pi i hated that guy i just wanted him to go away yeah because he was he he was fucking with people and he was like dude you're annoying yeah you're on to something but you're, i got i got you're saying you're fucking annoying go away he uh, to your point he was probably the most annoying character I, i'll give you that oh um, for sure agent uh fbi agent maya um she i didn't like her character either one i mean she was just always so dour and like serious and um but same way she was morally correct 
but she was against the birds. Yeah. So I didn't like her. And um, Charlotte bitching about her parents in the early seasons and wanting to get a man. It was just annoying. Um, and even though she was correct in everything, she, most of the things she was saying. They definitely toned her down a lot yeah. in the season. She's barely, she barely says anything in it. In the later seasons, uh, Jonah. Mm-hmm. I found him annoying. Yeah, uh, because he was all butthurt because of his Uncle Ben, which I get it. Yeah, your mom killed your uncle that you really enjoyed. But in my back of my head, I was like, get over it kind yeah. of a thing. And I think and I found him annoying. It wasn't like a, oh, good job, Jonah. Stick to your guns kind of thing. And I don't know if anyone else felt differently or whatever, but that's how I felt watching the show. And I don't know if it's a difficulty writing for those kind of characters because you're writing a character that's going against the protagonist and they're going to come off as bitchy or yeah. just a pain in the ass or annoying um, more so than an, and a proper antagonist to where they're both on an equal level facing off against each other. So you have um, uh, an example. I mean, well, you have Omar or you have um, his sister. To where Camilla, Camilla, yeah. To where they were more on even footing, yeah. They were kind of butting heads, or like that's who they had to, or Javi, or anybody else that they would have to work against. Or with Breaking Bad, you would have Gus Fring or um, uh, Salamanca, or any, yeah, more on even keel, as opposed to someone I guess that story structure wise is on a lower tier saying don't do this no 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 because it just it feels like a uh a kid or like a yippy dog just like <laughs> just annoying the fuck out of you like go away like you're not you, you exist to simply be an annoyance or a hindrance to the, the main character the, or a moral compass for the audience Something sure like that. Yeah. but it's not but they're not presented it that way yeah and and I don't know if, and I think it's done on purpose because you, then you would switch your allegiance to the character. So you have to follow these morally ambiguous characters. And I yeah. mean, you get, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, uh, well, to, for Jonah's part, why he's annoying. I, I, and it kind of reflects on Anna Gunn, uh, Skylar. Mm-hmm. If you're going to complain about the mis misdoings of another character, you have to be like, like uh the virgin mary like jonah for instance he's he hates his mom because you know his uncle was he thinks that and he was right at this point uh his mom murdered his uncle but now, but he's he's laundering money for ruth for out of a hotel room mm-hmm. like he's doing very bad things as well mm-hmm. so it makes him annoying when he tries to be like the moral the, take the moral high ground with wendy and i th- and i think that's that's part of it too, because Skylar did the same thing to where she was um, bitching to Walt to where, oh, you can't do these things. Meanwhile, she's running the car wash. Right. And she's yeah. do she's, as I say, not as I do kind of thing. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I think you're aiding and abetting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe, I mean, and maybe they're just hypocrites. Oh, yeah. Uh, which at the same time, we don't need so many of them. 
Every every but, character on that show on Ozark is a hypocrite. But not Maya. I mean, she wasn't. Yeah. But she was just kind of who there was a character she reminded me of. Um oh in the Sopranos. Random character. Tony Soprano gets pulled over by a traffic cop. And um Tony was like, oh, like he was a little buzzed or whatever and hey bada bing here's some 20s or 100 <laughs> and the guy's like no i'm not going to be bribed blah 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 gives him a ticket mm. tony then goes to one of his political friends and he's like hey make this go away yeah. and so then the guy gets fired from the force and or from the police department and he runs into him again later in the episode and he's working at like a nursery or a landscape uh company and um Tony's kind of like chuckling or whatever. like, <laughs> And he's like, oh, I was fired. And he's like, oh. And then he comes back later and tries to give him money. And the guy's like, no, I don't want your money kind of a thing. And it was just, it was to show that there's some people, because Sopranos just filled with all these awful people, awful people. Mm-hmm. There were some people that just cannot be bought. They right. have a better moral compass. And um that's who Maya reminded me of was that character, that character. in uh, Sopranos, Sopranos. Um, which is fine. But I don't know if it's just I just didn't. You don't want him in that story. I don't want him in that. I, I, I don't know. I mean. I just didn't like her character. Um, she I mean, especially maybe I don't know what it was, maybe when she had a baby and she was like, oh, I'm going to. Just had a baby and you're fucking with cartel people? No, like what are you? Right. What are you doing? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I forgot what the purpose of her was in the plot of the show. Something with Navarro and setting him up. I can't remember, Jay. So I think she. I, I think, mean, that's to your point. I think she had discovered that. I think she had found she had made some kind of connection or because she was partners with somebody. One of her partners, I think tried to get Rachel to wear a wire, which she did. And I think her partner fucked over Rachel and Maya didn't go down with them or whatever. And I think that's how she got introduced in the show. I'd have to see it again, but then, then she knew what Marty bird was doing. And then she tried to recruit Marty bird saying, Hey, if you work for the FBI, then you'll get 18 months of sentence and yeah. all this other stuff. And that's originally. And then he's and like, then you have to go and witness protection. Yeah. All that stuff. Marty doesn't and, want to do that. And yeah. then the birds tried to play her to try yeah. and make her a pawn. Um, yeah. And essentially that's what her character was, was a lead in to the director of the F one of the directors of the FBI. So they could get higher up What maybe that was it once her, because I didn't mind her earlier. Mm-hmm. I didn't like her in season four. I just maybe maybe that's it. She just didn't have a use. Like I think her purpose story wise was completed. She was blackballed, and then the PI starts dating her. Yeah, like, what was that about? Really? Like she's <laughs> so straight laced too that she's I gonna know. date some ex coke head yeah. police who stole coke out of a recently, <laughs> like out of a I don't yeah. Know. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what's the point of those scenes in the bar where they're like flirting with each other? It was like the worst flirting ever. Like she is a robot of a human. (laughs) And are you flirting with me? The charisma of a wet diaper, that one. Jesus. Yeah. The, uh, 
but yeah so um but that that was uh that's a point it's just the difficulty of writing morally correct characters yeah it's tough the, that kind of show it's tough. because and maybe the the problem is is that i don't know there's probably a lot of problem or a lot of difficulties doing that but maybe because those kinds of people typically don't hang out with morally correct people or morally correct people don't typically hang out with those kinds of people yeah and maybe that's it no one knows how they actually interact because i mean i feel like if they if people that are amoral and have moral platitudes if they interact or they're somewhat regularly interacting then the morally correct people aren't aware of the bad shit that the other person is doing Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah so and maybe that's it to where you can't have it both ways kind of a thing or i don't know maybe it's hard to write a character that does want it both ways or it's probably hard to write a character that's a hypocrite that is still likable yeah so well i mean i get the ending i mean uh the birds the birds always come out on top you know the whole show they were coming out on top they figured out a way to finagle their way out of sticky situations and that's how it ended yeah, but you know, it's a testament to how good the show is, Jay, because it is such a divisive ending that you yeah. want you want it to be so satisfying because up to that point it has been satisfying. What are the uh, reactions? Just people don't like the ending. Yeah, okay. they don't like the. It's kind of it's, it harkens back to the Sopranos where they they cut they don't show, um, which they try to get around because you actually hear the the gunshot. Mm-hmm. You know, in Sopranos, Tony just looks up when the door opens and then it just it just fades mm-hmm. to black. This one you jonah shoots the guy but uh yeah people just didn't they didn't like obviously they don't like ruth dying because ruth was very like beloved in the Mm -hmm. whole series uh and yeah i mean it did kind of end just abruptly (laughs) and just and i don't i don't need to see them 10 years down the road oh they're like the rockefellers or whatever at this (laughs) point kind of a thing um if and maybe just look at it as the origin story of this really powerful family. Yeah. You know how it should have ended? Oh. Is uh <laughs> so like I said, they kill Wendy, uh, they kidnap Marty, and they're like, All right, you're gonna launder our money forever, or we're gonna kill Jonah and Charlotte. And he's like, Okay. And then the last scene is Marty in there on his laptop and he's kind of just, you know, balancing the sheet, the cash flows, all that shit. And then he just clicks on another window and, and there's porn and he just starts jerking it <laughs> just beating his meat <laughs> just beating his meat <laughs> how, the whole, how the whole show started that's the ozark uh yeah. logo at the beginning of the episode you'd see like a box of tissues and then yes. a lotion bottle computer and then like yes. a fist that's right that would have been great come on guys see i didn't another thing i thought is after the car wreck because everything started falling into place at that point yeah uh, because did they have the meeting with the fbi before or after the car wreck uh they had the meeting uh before the car wreck okay yes um i didn't know if that's why they were so happy and i didn't yeah um oh no no it was before the meeting because they in the car they said oh so we're all set for the fbi tomorrow maybe you're right so i thought i thought they were going to do something stupid to where they died in the car wreck everything that happened afterwards Mm. was in their head or something some bullshit like that um or whatever was happening wasn't really happening because it it felt like it was just falling too much into place it was 
it was, it was too purple. Well, something to come out of the car wreck. Something. Yeah. They, you, they didn't you even get scratched it. or bruised or anything. No. You foreshadowed it for fuck's sake. And nothing came out of it. Yeah. What, to set up that stupid line that she had with the priest? That was it? Uh, I think it was just a false sense of... Oh, I think they forgot about it, honestly. They were writing the show and they are like, oh, how are we going to... Remember that scene? <laughs> The very they bring in JJ set. or something. Yeah, JJ. He, he JJ Retcon. He, he, he wrote the first five minutes of season four. Yes. He's like, oh, car wreck. Yes. Why? But that's for you to find out. Yeah, we'll figure it out later. Just off like a fart in a wind right. or whatever. And then the birds look in the woods and there's a shadow monster and <laughs> Jason the ghost Bateman of... turns into Teen Wolf. That's right. Two. <laughs> it's the ghost of Omar Navarro. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it, it's a great show, and I think that's why people have or have such divisive reaction to the to the finale. When when great shows don't end the way that you wanted to, like Game of Thrones is the first thing I think of. It's such a great show leading up that you want it to end very satisfying, and when it doesn't deliver, you just get mad. Yeah, and usually with shows like that, I think a lot of people have something in their head as far as how it's going to end. Yeah myself i i mean i had some guesses like oh i wonder if it's gonna end like this or i wonder if it's gonna end like but i didn't have any expectations it's not like i was like oh i hope yeah uh well jay you just you come into everything with no expectations i, I try to <laughs> set the bar very low and uh always be disappointed yes. um i don't know i just i don't know it just felt rushed i don't know well, what what would you give the series overall? Would you recommend people watch it? And yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th it's definitely worth watching. I like the earlier seasons. Oh yeah. Um, more so than the later ones. Um, the first season was great. Isn't that the one where it ends with uh, Darlene killing the cartel in, in the in like their living room? Was that the first season, or was that the maybe second, it was the second one? I don't remember. Or is the first one where uh, Roos, uh, uncle or cousin? Is trying to kill Marty, you know, and all that stuff. And they actually try to kill Marty, and he evades it, and her cousin ends up dying. God, it's been it's been a long oh, time yeah. since I've seen it. Don't remember, but I remember that uh, that scene where Darlene kills the cartel in her living room, thinking mm -hmm. like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah, I thought that. I mean, that was a good scene. Um... Oh, oh, what? In the second part of season four. Uh -huh. Ruth grabs the rest of the heroin, gives it to Shaw Medical. Yeah. What police force would leave a barn full of heroin after a double murder happens on a property? Oh, yeah. It's police true. are all over the property. Oh, shit. Double <laughs> murder. Well, let's close up shop. Let's not look at the barn. Case closed. And oh, we're going to follow Ruth because we think she's going to take the heroin out of the barn. Why is the heroin still in the barn? What cops would leave that there? These are all logical questions, Jay. I don't think they asked themselves. Because <laughs> Christy and I watched it. I was like, what the hell is the heroin still doing in the barn? I was like, the cops were already there. That should already be taken as Confiscated, evidence. Confiscated, yeah. Confiscated something. But nope, we're going to. Ooh, we think Ruth's going to give away that heroin. If you know the heroin is there and you're following her for that reason, why is it still there in the barn? Right. For the off chance that someone tries to unload it? I 
It's making too much sense, Jay. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, that 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 killed the first couple episodes for me because she kept going back to with the U-Haul truck or whatever, and I was like, yeah, fuck is that still doing there? But yeah. Overall, I think people should watch it. Yeah, I think I liked it. I liked it. The acting's good. Um, it's very good. The I'll probably. I mean, I mean, you'll get hooked. First couple seasons are it hooks you in. Yeah, and um, it is. Uh, it is a very dreary show. It is. No, you don't you don't go there for the the chuckles. <laughs> like the sun does it's not very shine. <laughs> it's very chuckle free. Um yeah, I, th- I mean I thought it was a good little show. It which I think I, that's why I like the blue tint cuz it literally drowns out any sunlight. Mm-hmm. Like sunny days in Ozark it, it is it seems less sunny unless you're in Mexico. Then Oh, that's true. Yes. Oh, that's one thing I didn't buy was Marty taking over the cartel for a couple weeks. I just, no, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. I don't know. I've never to me, worked. that was just dumb. I never had yeah. either, but I, I, I you've would, never worked for a cartel. Never Jay. I interned in college. Did and, you? Um, yeah, it was <sighs> not, not all it's cracked up to be. I mean, it was they pay minimum their, wage, you know, their benefits. Suck. I guess they gave me <laughs> weekends off. <laughs> uh, but, um, all the drugs I wanted, though. Yeah, <laughs> party like a rock star. <laughs> no, Damn. I just didn't buy. I didn't buy it. Yeah, I'm not buying that now. I I felt it was a little. Yeah, I mean, it just felt yeah odd because Marty's character. He, you gotta go in there and you gotta you gotta have an iron fist. Marty. Yeah, you got You got. That's not Marty Bird. Yeah, he's, he's not, not intimidating. Yeah. Now, if they sent Wendy, I would believe it out of Wendy more yeah, so sure. than marty but yeah marty is not aggressive no the only time he was aggressive was during that car wreck scene right um when he finally like bubbled up and beat the shit out of that guy yeah um but and yeah. by the way no one acts like that <laughs> wait like what the the, the 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 guy he's like get on out come on let's do it oh and then like you know the the wife and kids are in the minivan and <laughs> but stay in your lane bitch you you obviously don't drive that much, Matt. Oh the, come uh, on! Every time I'm out, always getting really? fist fights and road fist rage. Fights, yeah. yeah, for road Just rage. Other motorists calling calling your wife a bitch and yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the time. What else did he say to Marty? Something uh, like, "No one says that." Come on. Oh god, I don't know. But I I, I chuckled when uh, Laura Lenny said, "Suck my cock." You, yeah, uh, suck suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> I always love it when women say that. <laughs> That's the best. But yeah, the uh, <laughs> yeah. although I d- what, has a guy ever said, you know what you could do? You could just eat me out. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I did buy that scene, though, because it was Marty was putting up with a lot of crap. Yeah. So, the, I mean, that scene was believable to me because I the, the entire time I was like, this guy's going to die just from stress. Stress alone. Yeah. And he never like he's always very even keeled and everything like that to where it was nice to see him actually like blow up and yeah be angry yeah uh because for a while it's like he doesn't have any emotion whatsoever yeah um yeah anything else on Ozark yeah I'm good okay I recommend it I'm done I'm done with Ozark fucking Ozark Doctor Strange Doctor Strange. Shit, sorry, that was the, uh, I tried to do the, tried to read, but I couldn't read for some reason. <laughs> Can't read good. 
Can't read good. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, including alternate versions of himself, whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. Directed by Sam Raimi, written by Michael Waldron, and starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Chiwetel Chiwetel Ejiofor. Jesus. Benedict Wong. Chewie from Star Wars. Chewie. Rachel McAdams and Zochitl. I think it's like xylophone. It's Zochitl. Zochitl Gomez. Gomez. Yep, what? that's who started it, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Doctor Strange. What did you think of Doctor Strange? Um, I hated this movie. That sums up my thoughts of Doctor Strange. All right, but I'll get into it. I'll get Come, into what I didn't join like. us next week as we talk. About- <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie sucked. I'm going to say that right off the bat. But here, I'll, I'll start with the positives, Jay. Okay. All right. So I was definitely excited to see this because Sam Raimi directed it. He's, as I said on this podcast, my top five favorite directors mm-hmm. of all time. I was excited to see it. Kind of gets into our discussion on expectations, not having them too high. Mine were definitely high because I love me some Sam Raimi, and he hadn't he hadn't had a movie out since Oz the Green Powerful, and that movie wasn't very good. So I was excited to see him delve into another superhero movie, add some horror elements to it, which he's it's his forte. And anyway, so I was excited, and uh, what came out was just this uh, gobbledygook of dopey dumb dumb nonsense that I just didn't like at all. But positives. So I did like the Sam Raimi scenes. There's definitely some elements of horror in there. Definitely some Evil Dead inspiration. There's even a book. I can't remember the name of the stupid book, but yeah, it's but... the book that they need to search out to destroy mm-hmm. because the Scarlet Witch is utilizing it to yep. dream walk into other multiverses. Um, I like the scenes where there's even an Evil Dead throwback in it where Wanda is going through like water. To, to reach into because she gets trapped into this like mirror verse or whatever from mm-hmm. strange and she goes she tries to exit out through like water yeah. and like walk through the Using water the reflections though. yeah it's that's pretty cool yeah it's definitely Raimi vibes there um i love i loved when he resurrects himself as zombie strange and he makes a cape out of like undead souls and fly that's crazy Raimi stuff that i i loved i love the Stupid humor, Sam Raimi humor, the unintentional playing it straight where he's t- talking to America Chavez as zombie. Mm-hmm. He looks like dark man with half his face missing. Yep. And he can't say America right because he doesn't have any lips. I think America. Like that's Sam Raimi stuff. I thought Elizabeth Olsen was great. Uh, I thought Rachel McAdams was solid. Um, the Scarlet Witch, like stalking scenes, again, the horror elements where they're, they're, they're running in the tunnels away from her mm-hmm. and she's kind of stalking them. Those were great. Yeah. Felt very, uh, yeah. Friday the 13th. Just yes. kind of like that. Yeah. The way they had her eyes lit backlit when she comes up, like kind of possessed, like mm-hmm. they did that really well. Um, and the concept's cool, you know, it's the multiverse. I mean, anything can happen, like throw cameos out there, have interesting set pieces, all that's like that. That's great. I like that concept. Mm-hmm. You can really, 
create a interesting, fun movie out of that stuff. All right, that's it. That's all the positives I have for it. Everything else is just gar. It's a garbage heap, Jay. Okay, it's a garbage heap. Well, before I get into the negatives, you go ahead and tell me your thoughts on it. I uh, I did not hate it. Um, ooh, this is gonna be saucy. I I don't know if I. <laughs> this is gonna be saucy. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I didn't leave. I mean, again, I went into this no expectations. Right. I had, um, other than Sam Raimi directing this, I really had no. Yeah. I'm I'm not a huge Doctor Strange fan. Um, I don't I don't read comic books. I so I was just like, yeah, new Marvel movie. So, yeah. um, the but, 28th Marvel movie. Yes. Yeah. The uh, I, I thought it was entertaining. Um. I felt like it was dragging in some parts toward the end, but um, I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought uh, it was the story was kind of muddled in some places, um, but I thought again, I thought Rachel McAdams, what they did with her character, I thought was good mm -hmm. um, to where they included her without. <clears throat> I liked how they had different. She was playing a different version of herself instead of just the the same old oh will they won't they won't they kind of love interest um i thought that added some nice dynamic uh story-wise between those two um and elizabeth olsen again thought did really really well mm -hmm. um i liked how they showed her character finally being as powerful as what she is mm -hmm. um and i like the Ramiisms. um I, I thought it was enjoyable. I didn't I didn't hate it when I got out of there. I didn't think that like, oh God, this is dog shit. It there were some parts that I think were campy in some spots or whatever, but that that's Raimi. Uh that's mm -hmm. that's part of his <clears throat> Raimiism. But overall, thought it was fine. Uh America Chavez, um bland. I, I call her Human McGovern. Um, What's Human McGovern? McGuffin. McGuffin. Yeah. So McGuffin. McGuffin is just a random thing in a movie that oh we got to get this object because just because the story tells us we have to get right. this object that's a McGuffin. Okay. So it could be anything. The suitcase in Pulp Fiction is a McGuffin. The uh, the Tesseract in Avengers is a McGuffin. So you're saying this character is a McGuffin? The whole character is a McGuffin. <laughs> um, <laughs> But that and that's fine. Um, I feel like they introduced her character so they could probably bring her like use her as a tool of course, later of course, on of course. to where if they have to do more multiverse stuff, then, yes. oh, now we have this character mm -hmm. that can control yes. going to the multiverse. I feel like that's the only reason why she was in this movie. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fine. Um. I don't know if I'll watch it again. <laughs> I, 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 maybe, I don't know. There, there hasn't really been a, uh, a Marvel movie that I've since in game. I guess some of the Spider-Man ones I I've watched a couple times. Well, actually, no far from home. I've only watched once and same thing with no way home, but, uh, or yeah, no way yeah, home, no yeah. way home. Yeah. Um, I'd watch those again. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I thought it was fine. It was entertaining. Yeah. So if you're a Marvel fan, yeah, go watch it. Uh, if you're a Marvel fan, you kind of have to watch it at this point because you're so invested in the 27 other films that were in here and the yeah. five Disney plus TV shows that are stringed together with it. 
So the movie, to me, suffers from just uneven tone right off the bat. It doesn't know if it wants to be a horror movie or a Disney-fied, campy action romp. It goes from, it's clearly evident that Sammy, or Sammy, Sam Raimi was <laughs> Sammy, Sammy Raimi. <laughs> Sammy Raimi. <laughs> you know, we go, we go on a first name basis here. Me and Sammy just chuck it up at the bar. Yeah, the local watering hole. No, but he, so Scott Derrickson was the original director for this movie. He was the original director of Doctor Strange. There was creative differences, you know, the, the, the death nail of any movie, creative differences while they were shooting the movie. So they hire Sam Raimi to come in to finish everything else. It happens all the time. Normally the movies that come out of that are god-awful, and this is no exception. So you can tell that his ideas were there with the ramified scenes, but then they threw in scenes and dialogue because it's a Marvel movie. It's not a Sam Raimi movie. Like, the Illuminati scene in there, it didn't feel Raimi at all. It's like, we got to do this because we need to service fans. And this is what we're going to do. And this is how you're going to do it, Sam. It's in the contract. And it, that was evident throughout the movie. They would have like the, the Scarlet Witch uh, stalking scene that I was talking about. It was really shot well, really well. And then they, they didn't, she didn't catch up to them. And then it was followed by like stupid dialogue with like dumb jokes. And the camera movements that Sam Raimi has, it wasn't there. It was like stationary, dumb dialogue with Disneyfied nonsense going on mm -hmm. and it was like that all throughout the movie all throughout the movie just uneven tone it was frustrating the shit out of me and maybe that's not sam raimi's fault because the worst thing about this movie is the script it is fucking god awful the script is dumb 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 and michael wadden wrote this thing and i'm thinking what why is it the way that it is? So he's here. Here's what he's written. Loki. Have you, did you ever see Loki? The Disney did, Plus series? I did not. He wrote that. And he wrote this other series called Heels. I haven't seen it yet. It's about like uh, the heels of like wrestling. Mm -hmm. It's like a wrestling. Yeah. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I did see Loki. And Loki's not very good at all. It's kind of the same setup where Loki's kind of a tale about Loki and then another multiverse Loki going on kind of an adventure together to set to course correct the situation that they're in. And this is Dr. Strange and America Chavez going on an adventure together to course correct a situation that they're in right now. That's essentially the same structure and setup of those two movies. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just inconsistent writing with look. So Loki in in the television series, Loki, Loki is an alligator. He's an old man. He's a woman and all these different multiverse versions of Loki. Mm -hmm. In this movie, Doctor Strange is Benedict Cumberbatch in this universe. He's Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch in that universe. Rachel McAdams looks the same. They all look the same. And then when you get to the Illuminati, you know, Miss, you know, Captain Marvel is not the Captain Marvel that you're, it's not Brie Larson. Uh, Captain America is now Agent Carter. So they, they're different. So the inconsistencies, they can't even get that right, Jay. And that's surface level shit well, that I they mean, could just... <clears throat> fix I, I but they don't they're not they're not even they're lazy jay that's no, laziness you're you're wrong because oh no <laughs> no the, i'm not that's lazy the, it's bullshit no the it's infinite universes so i mean there probably could have been right. five different or whatever i mean oh is that what we're doing yeah <laughs> that's so if no. you have infinite possibilities that's an easy way to get around it and you're not going to be able to have a goat 
uh, Doctor Strange or a Christine that's a snake like slithering around because you're not going to be able to get that interaction. So hire, you're going to have to hire a different actor. Some, <laughs> you're gonna, Something. You're going to have to make some uh, compromises on that kind of stuff. The Now, I think... I wonder how much how much Sam Raimi had an effect on the story, though, because I felt like the movie as a whole, I I, I disagree with the tone. I, I feel like it felt a lot like a Raimi movie hmm. um, because. You have. Yeah, you have the horror elements, but the opening action scene felt very much like Sam Raimi movie. It felt a lot like Spider-Man 2. Um, mm hmm even the exterior of the buildings that were shot during that action scene, it felt like it was the same exterior of the buildings that were during the Doc Ock and uh, Spider-Man fight. Mm -hmm. And when they were throwing clock hands at each other. Uh, but the way it starts off, you had the the mother pushing the baby in a carriage. Like it was very, uh, not golden age, but just very uh, smaltzy, like classic superhero setup. Like, oh, a mother and her child is in danger. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I'm in my normal suit and everything. And I'm going to go into my transform into my superhero Oh, you're talking suit. about when the octopus monster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right at the beginning oh, of the. OK. Oh, I thought sorry, you were talking so, about sorry. the, no, the no, 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 opening not, one. Not when they're in the uh, whatever weird. They're in the, the in-between. The in-between. Yeah. The upside down. The, the upside um, down. Yes. Uh, but no, it's when they're in New York at, yeah. at the wedding. Um, that felt very Raimi. It did. Um, that, that portion did. And the way the movie ended felt very Raimi to where you think um, you you think the problem is solved or the conflict is resolved. And then at the last second before the credits, you find out that it's not. And he did that with Evil Dead 1, 2, 3 um, to where, oh, he got out of the house. And then, nope, you see the spirit go through and then attack Ash. Or Ash is back at the grocery store. Wait, how did this movie end? I for, I so and so. Doctor Strange is he leaves his little building on Bleecker Street. He's oh, crossing yeah, the crosswalk, and then, and then the third eye opens up. Yeah, That's he's right. like yeah. ah, third eye opens <laughs> up, and then it goes to credits. Gotcha. Same thing. Drag me to hell. Yeah. To where you thought yep. she was over it. Nope, still possessed. Kind of a thing. Yeah. So it felt like that. Yeah, the horror elements sprinkled throughout. You have the villain destroying herself after the hero helps the villain yeah. understand that you're the monster you're the one that's doing this kind of a yeah. thing so overall it felt like a raimi superhero movie um but i was wondering how much influence he had on the story because some of the story beats felt felt very similar to spider-man 2 and i don't know if he did that on purpose because he was afraid of having another Spider-Man three, um, which I think there's some elements of Spider-Man three issues that appeared in this movie as well, uh, being too many characters. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I was wondering how much of effect he actually had on the story. Um, I mean, obviously they're going to have an outline that everyone needs to follow. So that way they can continue the greater story of the Marvel. But I think his only input on the story was you have to have Bruce Campbell in my movie or I'm not doing it. <laughs> and his uh, 73 old mobile yeah that's right um but well that's the problem with this movie jay is it doesn't know what it wants to be a sequel to it's it, it leads it's there's elements of wandavision no way home doctor strange and uh spider-man or wait what did i say in game sorry yeah in game 
but it's clearly it's clearly a scarlet witch story that's what because that's another problem with the movie dr strange is a secondary character in this movie it's a scarlet witch movie yeah and, and i agree with that I, I i have down uh dr strange didn't have an arc no um now they they kind of alluded to something to where um christine tells them at the wedding like oh you're always holding the knife yes or you always have to be the one holding the knife or um they brought up is he happy yeah like they kept asking that question a lot and um yeah they they didn't they didn't expand on that and maybe him not holding the knife was letting america talk to wanda at the end i i don't know yeah uh, <laughs> um but i mean he was very involved in that scene too so it's not like oh i'll just let yeah america do her thing um but yeah strange didn't have an arc but yeah i agree it felt like it was and what? i would have been fine with that let's have a scarlet witch movie yeah and that's it's fine uh, multiverse of madness should have they should have like phase four or five or maybe they should they should have ended on a multiverse storyline like in game they into it they build up to a month where because that's another thing that i was disappointed with like you're in the multiverse i was expecting like cameos galore and just more fun with it they don't even really they're not really in a lot of multiverses they're mm-hmm. they're in that one commie multiverse where food is free which i was like shut shut up i don't no it's not free because uh, other universes normally have free food and it's kind of weird that yours is it's like stop it but they, stop but it. they didn't have free food first of all if the food was free in this commie utopia it wouldn't be nice here okay everything would be falling to shit communism has never worked all right ever so stop it it's people like you jesus christ it stop work. it with this shit i hate that anyway uh, everyone like, does, why do you why do you want children to starve i don't want you know what i want everyone to starve jay <laughs> I want no one to be happy. I want everyone to be as miserable as I was watching this. But, but so you're you're in that multiverse with the, with the Illuminati and all that stuff for I don't know the second act. Mm-hmm. That's the second act. You get a cool scene where you're going through like eight different multiverses. One where there's like pain and that that's a yeah. pretty cool scene. And then there's that multiverse where you're with the the Mozart, Beethoven, Doctor Strange, and he's kind of like I don't know his universe is destroyed because he did some Dr. Strange shit and made the wrong choice. So, and then even the Illuminati's uh, scene, there was only like four new characters. Like they had a Sphinx from mystery men who I guess is black bolt. I have no idea who the fuck that was. I, think, I thought like, Oh, it's the mystery man guy from Ben Stiller's movie. <laughs> he was, uh, <laughs> well, I guess he was in a black bolt show. The inhumans Inhumans, Yeah. Or uh, something. I didn't see it. Which um, I, that actor's name is Anson Mount. Oh, yeah. And I heard someone say, I wish my name was a sex position. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Yeah. Um, But they didn't have enough craziness when you could do anything with this. You were expecting it to be more wild and more off, more unhinged. Yeah, have an adventure in each multi, like each universe. Mm -hmm. Like go through an adventure in each little universe. Don't spend so much time in one. Like that universe was boring to me. The Kami Utopia with free food and like, uh, all right. The the high tech, the high tech one. Right. And by the way, the, the memory, could you imagine if that really existed, Jay? Like if you just stepped on like a platform and like, you're like, uh, is it your favorite memory or your most fond memory showed up on the screen? Most horrible all, memory. All of public to see. Yeah. It'd be a bunch of like 
just like sex fantasies and like <laughs> just, <laughs> just if like a teenage boy were standing on there and be a bunch of like then watching porn All or something and everything yeah. <laughs> yes uh but uh yeah i just i thought they they missed an opportunity there to kind of use their imagination and have to go fun. wild with it yeah go wild with it have I some fun with that. it um yeah and i didn't like the illuminati scene i thought those cameos were I thought it I, I, mean, I didn't mind it. Um I thought Lashana Lynch as Captain Marvel. Uh, we need to talk about gravitas when it comes to acting, because this America Chavez character, I mean Zochitl Gomez. Uh, listen, if 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 she was on like a Nickelodeon show or a Disney show or even a Disney Plus show, I'd be fine with it. She has no gravitas when it comes to acting and carrying a movie or the lead role of a movie. She's not a good actress for that. And that may seem harsh, but she's not. Yeah. And it could be the writer's fault because the character itself isn't really interesting all that much. There's no backstory. Yeah, and I I think that's probably what... I mean, She that's why I have her bland human MacGuffin. There's no yeah. reason for her to be there other than the fact that she can travel between right. multiverses. She can't control it by the end she figures out how to control it great but i don't yeah no one you don't care about her um and that or at least be, i didn't um, it could be because there's no she didn't have a movie to build her up with a backstory <sighs> like all the other characters no, in this I, movie there's there's i been think it goes back to, to the spider-man 3 thing i think it, it there's too many characters in this mm -hmm. and um and i think that was the problem because this movie was trying to be Ultimately, this movie is a send off for Wanda Maximoff. Yeah, that was that was probably item number one. OK, this movie, we need to say goodbye to Wanda. Item number two, uh, we need to build on the multiverse. Mm -hmm. And so Steven's doing that. And I feel like. Maybe in an earlier draft, America Chavez was a bigger character i feel like it should have been i maybe the villain should not have been uh wanda maximoff because and it could have just been like a demon or something that like a no-name demon because if you concentrate you're, you're concentrating all your emotional beats on wanda Mm -hmm. You're pulling from other people. You're, you're pulling from Dr. Strange. You're pulling from America Chavez to where um, you're not giving attention to a new character like that. And maybe maybe that was the issue uh, because she didn't have anything to do other than. No. Oh, she travels through multiverses. So, yeah, great. Um, there's, no, there's no backstory. To her. I feel like you could have taken her out. Yeah, they could have done the same movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, either with the um, <clears throat> the dream walking, what dream walking, Is dream that, walking and doing that. Yeah, okay. you take control um, of another version yeah. of yourself, another multiverse. Yes. Yeah. Um, but and I think the only re I mean, again, the only reason why she was in there was to introduce a person that can travel through the multiverse without mm -hmm. needing Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, or just a way to do that because I mean, I feel like. In Spider-Man, Benedict Cumberbatch opened up a portal to the multiverse. Yeah. So why do we need 
someone who can travel between multi like why well they're building to their their Kevin Feige is and that's uh, this is the first movie by the way I just I learned this that that had a Kevin Feige production at the end of the credits the first this is the first movie where it says a Kevin Feige production okay well he's building to the young avengers He's going to have a young, he okay. wants to have a young Avengers in America shop as, as part of the young Avengers. Kind of a crap introduction for her character That's, I, they, because it doesn't, they give her no backstory. She, the very first scene she's with Dr. Strange and they're escaping a monster in like the between the movie opens with that scene. Mm-hmm. This is another reason why the writing sucks. So Dr. Strange is like, I need to suck the powers out of America before this monster gets it. And all hell breaks loose. Yeah. So he's doing that. And as he's doing that, he gets impaled and dies. And then he distracts the monster enough for America to pound her way or punch her way, star punch her way mm. into the next multiverse and escape. Well, if you were going to kill her anyway, by sucking your powers out, cause she even mentions it in the dialogue. If you do this to me, I'm going to die. Yeah. Why would you then distract the monster to sit to, <laughs> to let her escape? Why not just kill her? Yeah. If you're going to kill her anyway, just kill her. That makes sense. It's and, lazy writing, Jay. Well, it it's all, stupid writing. It also makes her expendable. To where if if you if you were if one Doctor Strange was willing to kill her, it doesn't make it right, but mm-hmm. if one Doctor Strange was willing to kill her, yeah, to prevent this other horrible thing from happening, right. Then you already set up in your audience's mind this is a very strong possibility of how we need to solve this problem. Kind of yeah. a thing. And where oh you're gonna kill me if you do that audience doesn't feel anything for her you just met her yeah no attachment whatsoever a scene like that needs to happen at the end of the movie yeah um and maybe that's the way they should have gone about it but again in that movie you would have had to have learned about this character throughout the whole film so that way when you reach that point you as an audience member is then no, don't kill her. Think of another way. And then at that point, maybe then she can realize how to adjust her power. Or Stephen Strange then learns at that time, wait a minute, maybe I can teach her on how to do something or mm-hmm. what. They both grow to the point to where he doesn't want to do that or he realizes that's not the only option. There's another option. Um, which maybe it was... Uh, Maybe that story was in there. Uh, apparently, there's like a two hour and 40 minute cut of this movie. Oh, Sam Raimi cut? Something. Um, but yeah. Which I'm not surprised because I feel like at the beginning, the editing was kind of weird at the very beginning of the movie. Um, and it was distracting. It's some like it was it wasn't a jump cut, but it was just. It it, it was weird um, to where it felt like a larger chunk was cut out. Yeah, it was in the same scene, but it was just like. That was a weird turn, but yeah. um, it could have just been a bad take too. Yeah. But I, I think that character, you didn't spend enough time with that person. They had no, they had no purpose. Yeah. They gave some backstory about her parents. Um, like the first time she did the multiverse thing, her parents got sucked out to a different dimension or multiverse. She was scared by a bee? Yeah. Like, and that's, oh, it, it happens when I'm afraid or something like that. And I right. can't control it kind of a thing. But there's no, and yeah, I guess at the end. But I, I think that's the main problem is that they didn't give her enough to do. There's too many characters. So you have a movie you're trying to send off Wanda Maximoff. 
then Which, the movie should have been sending off for Wanda Maximoff, yeah. bringing in this new character. Those are your two main things. You're, yeah. you're saying goodbye to one, you're introducing another. Stephen Strange is just a guide. Like, that's, he, that's he it. Has, he has a role like he did in No Way Home. Yeah. A supporting role. Yep. That's in his own it. movie. Because if you, were, if you were a fan of the original Doctor Strange, and you're like, I want to see how that story is going to continue. And then you went into this... I mean, it ba- it barely relates to the original. Yeah. It, it, Mordo is in it for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. The antagonist in the first one. He's yeah. barely in the movie. He has like a couple. He, they, him and Doctor Strange fight for a little bit. He has some throwaway lines and then that's it. That's how they He's should out have of it. They could have called it Scarlet Witch in the Multiverse of Madness. She's still the villain. Yeah. You have Doctor Strange in a supporting role. The main character is America Chavez. She's the final girl in your horror film. Right. See, and that's how it should have. Uh, yeah. That would have made it better. Um, and, and just leave it as like a horror movie, like lean into it because mm-hmm. they obviously wanted to. Some of the the violence in it, I was like shocked. Like with the way Black Bolt dies. Yeah, that was pretty. I liked it. That yeah, was they pretty cool. His skull. That, it, that's why I like that scene, because yeah. it the Illuminati. From my understanding, I mean, they're that's the Avengers in another multiverse. Right. Yes. And Scarlet Witch through dream walking not even her being yeah. in that reality meditating or witchcraft through inhabiting somebody else she completely annihilated them right and which that's why i like that scene because it actually showed how powerful she was yeah. or is to where she could easily take out right uh superhero teams like that well um, she almost took out thanos too in endgame by herself yeah so it was clear she's very powerful yeah. and and her, her character is interesting i like that character mm-hmm. and wandavision was an interesting idea and i thought it was well done until like the last episode where it kind of got like you know marvel but um but that that's, again it's the right i don't at the end of that show she realizes that what she's doing is the ends didn't justify the means she was enslaving pretty much a whole town and then she came to that realization to and she was like yeah, I can't do that anymore. And she kind of lets go and she goes off into solitude. And that and that's what Nicole brought up a good point. She's like, I thought she kind of got over it. I didn't, I don't know why she's so mad. Like they kind of just start off like the first scene she's in, Dr. Strange goes to like recruiter. Like, oh, I want, you know, the most powerful, one of the most powerful beings mm-hmm. or one of the most powerful Avengers to come with me to find this yeah, uh, book that I need to find or whatever. And it literally she's in an apple orchard and then she snaps her fingers and everything's devastated around her. And she's, she's, she's clearly mad. And she has that book that he's been looking for. Mm-hmm. And she's the one who sent the monster for America. And she's trying to get, you know, um, so it kind of just jumped into that where she's just evil. So it wasn't even a very good follow-up to WandaVision. It's kind of like she's evil and that's the way the story is going to be. Yeah. That was, it was, and I, and I can agree with that. I, I will say I didn't, I did like the scene to where she was dreaming about mm-hmm. the kids and you later find out that that's just yeah. another reality. But um, I like, I like, I like the scene when she woke up and then you saw on her face, she felt like the pang of not, not existing. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's felt that way sure, to yeah. where any kind of like great dream someone's had, you wake up and for a split second, you remember the dream and then if it was a really good dream or 
um, you're dreaming about somebody that has died or whatever, and you realize, oh, they're gone. Mm -hmm. um, or some something to that or like a, a previous love or something like that. Everyone's probably felt like that. Oh, I got a bunch of money. I'm going to set it right on my nightstand. So when I wake up, it's there and you're like, oh, shit. So everyone's had that letdown of a feeling of, of a dream. I like that again. Yeah, I don't. If that's where they were going with the show, the show, because she started shooting this three days after she finished WandaVision. Mm -hmm they should have connected it to where I agree they, they should have had her maybe because I guess what was she depressed in WandaVision a little depressed so she secluded herself into some cabin or something and the cabin was where Dr. Strange was was meeting her at that like the apple orchard or whatever. yeah um but at the but throughout <laughs> the whole show she was she was mourning vision yeah and um may i think they they probably should have ended the show slightly different than to where she should have been furious or angry want yeah. wanting her children that's right um yeah made it and more then clear it would lead into that in yes. the movie that would make more linear sense from um, a story story time perspective yes and i agree yeah because i feel like yeah she should have learned her lesson to where oh yeah, that that's not good taking right. over an entire town because she was a villain in that story. Right. Um, and then she learned a lesson, but didn't. So yeah, I, I see what you're saying as far yeah. as it being flip flop. Exactly. That's that's the problem with the narrative, Jay. She she already realized that in her experience at Westview. In this movie, we're led to believe that she didn't learn that lesson. She's repeating the same thing mm -hmm. over again. Which is fine. They could do that because I have a note here. Um, because and this is along the lines of Stephen Strange didn't have an arc was one of the things they kept harking back is, are you happy? Mm -hmm. Obviously Wanda clearly isn't. They could have done a um, Marvel movie about, I mean, it could have that the whole movie could have been about depression. Yeah. And there's two ways you can succumb to depression where you're just destroying yourself and everything around you. Or you can appreciate the little things in life, like whatever Wong says at the end or whatever. They could have made that more explicit. And it would have been, a, I think, a more interesting movie. You yeah. would take out America Chavez because that movie is too. You already have too much going on in that movie if you want to explore that avenue. Yeah. Um, what did Wong say? He said, wouldn't you be happy enough knowing that you're another version of yourself is happy with kids? Isn't that? Yeah. So, so, something well, like that. So it's like, what kind of life? um like, are you, he, I think he asked him something along the lines of, are you happy? And he said, doing what you're doing or something like that. Are you happy with your life? And he's like, you know, I'm sure there's some, uh, some version of me out there doing something. Uh, yeah. Some either with kids or having yeah. a family or something like that. But I, I appreciate what I'm doing here too. Yeah. Kind of a thing to where, um, and that could have been a great point of the story, which I think they tried to do that with this movie, but I just don't think it landed because they no. didn't concentrate it on it enough or they didn't have enough attention to it. Um, yeah. Jay, you know what we should do? Pitch, what? pitch a Marvel movie. <laughs> Marvel. What we want to do is we're going to make a movie about depression. We're <laughs> mm. It's going to rake in big bucks, but it, are you with me? Huh? I, Xanax? I, anyone? I think that would, <laughs> um, 
It would be more interesting for sure. Yeah, it would make more sense. And you could still have your horror film. I would love to see a horror film. I mean, they're not going to do it. It's they're Disney, not going to do but, it. But um, were you shocked about the the violence in that movie though? Mm-mm. Like they cut, they cut. Well, what's your face? They didn't and, uh, show it though. I want to see torso separating some guts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some blood. I want. I want Wanda like pick up the the top half of yeah, yeah. Uh, of <laughs> Captain Britain or whatever. <laughs> Captain and, United Kingdom. Yeah, Captain UK, and just like <laughs> dripping the blood. Like I was waiting for that. I was waiting for a super gross, funny thing. Uh, like when like, uh, like hostile part two or. Yeah, bathing in her blood. They're it was like, like drag me to hell. Is when the old lady's like gumming, uh, <laughs> yeah, the actress's face. And I was like, I was waiting for something so gross. And, yeah, yeah. But so that off be he pra- that might be in the cut with the two hour and forty minute one. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's the Raimi cut. There's a bunch of like foot and like the mouth. Yeah, like you know, like, like gum. Yeah, like you said, gumming. A bunch of like Wanda's mouths. doing like a puppet show with Professor X and uh, <laughs> yeah. Captain Britain. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that part of the movie was kind of fun, though. I I enjoyed like the Professor X cameo with the mm-hmm. X-Men animated series theme that harkened back to my you know nostalgia days. I like John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. That's yep. cool. That's good casting. It, it's in, in movie studios that aren't Disney. That, that That's how you listen to fans, because that was a fan base yeah. idea was yeah. to have John Krasinski and Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. Yeah. It's a good play, idea. Uh, Reed Richards and Susan, uh, Susan Storm. And uh, good idea. Yeah. Great way to incorporate that into the movies yeah. instead of not listening to your fans like, well, Disney with Disney. Star Wars <laughs> or DC with anything they do. And, yeah. But well, they just repurposed the movie and they put the in front of it to make it better. OK. The Batman. Good. The Suicide Squad. Uh, oh, <laughs> next is going to be the Aquaman. <laughs> the wonder woman yeah the aquaman yeah the this aquaman. time he's wet <laughs> yeah it's about to get all wet it's gonna be all wet <laughs> it's slippery it's gonna get so slippery nah but the uh but i don't like the way he went out in it, it like he only had a couple lines here and there and then he dies like the rug in aladdin which was the effect was stupid and then uh of course wanda kills the two guys first and then it's lady battle <laughs> for the guys are dumb idiots that get to die first and it's lady battle and then at the end of the movie it's pretty much america chavez and scarlet witch well that that's a, that's been a trope for the longest time to yeah. where uh you, you can't have a man beating the shit out of out of a woman although i'm tired i'm tired of the light the light battle tarantino too. did it i guess but yeah um i hate the stupid captain america throwback i could do this all day Oh yeah! Like, uh, give give her some original dialogue. Mm-hmm. Give her something. Why are you giving him? Cap- it's Captain Great Britain. Give her something else besides the Captain America line. Yeah, I like Lashana Lynch more than Brie Brie Olson. I feel like Lashana Lynch is a has more gravitas as a superhero than Brie Larson does. Yeah, she. She I, she has more person. She had more personality in that yeah. scene than what. Yeah. But I, I'm sorry, I don't like Zochito Gomez as an actress. She's not that good. She's good. For, I like a CW show. As far as carrying a movie, no, she doesn't have it. Yeah. You can find somebody else to play America Chavez. And again, I think I think that's. I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't seen her in anything else. I, I, uh, 
I IMDb'd her to see. I was like, oh, yeah. what, what was she in that? Was she a nobody or did she? What, yeah. It was some, I don't Whatever I saw she was in, I had no clue what it was because yeah. I'm not a kid so you're not a kid you don't uh, you wait some, you're not in the, the you're not researching the long list of filmographies of cw actresses yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the next uh, well you're, you're not a 12 year old girl yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um but i i think it's probably just because she didn't have much to do hopefully yeah i mean they picked her i feel like they picked her not for this movie for yeah. that character and um but but I don't know what the character's like in the comic books. I didn't no, know no. a character was yep. called America Chavez in the comic books. Um, I had to look her look the character up on the Wikipedia, which is fine. But if it's one of your main characters of the New Avengers, again, yeah, you'd have to. Who knows who America Chavez is? No one knows this. Have it be a. Have it be a farewell to Wanda and have it be the introduction to America. Yeah. Doctor Strange as the guide. Because, it, I mean, it should have been, it, it's, I don't think it should have been a Doctor. It's not a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. It's not. And again, Loki introduced this character, Kang. At the end of Loki, Kang is like the all knowing villain who creates timelines and. Like he's the one that's like the puppeteer behind the scenes of like all the different various timelines. His name's Kang. Okay. The guy from uh, the the show, uh, the HP Lovecraft show on HBO was, was called uh, Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. The main character in that, the guy, is that. Kang. Okay. They didn't even mention Kang in this movie, the multiverse movie. You don't introduce Kang. It, it's just confusing, Jay. They, there, there's too many well, I, shows. I didn't, I didn't watch too many. Movies. I didn't watch Loki. Well, there you go. And I didn't have any problem following the multiverse. I thing. watched Loki, and it made me mad that they didn't mention Kang. Mm-hmm. But that's not. I thought for sure Kang was going to show up and be like the one of the main, like baddies, baddies in it. Hmm. There's just too many shows, Jay. And it's they're having a hard time connecting everything, and it's all nonsense at this point. Yeah. And there were a lot of scenes in in this movie that felt like a Disney Plus show. Like when Doctor Strange and America Chavez are just walking the streets of whatever, or they're just dialoguing. It reminded me of like like a Loki, or I saw one episode of Hawkeye. It's just generic, okay dialogue, which makes sense because the guy who wrote this movie wrote Loki, a Disney Plus show. Yeah, you made a comment not on this podcast, but earlier there was no quippiness from no from Doctor Strange. Strange. No, I wonder if that's a Raimi thing. Well, he didn't want the quippiness. He didn't have it in Spider Man. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> but that's Bruce Campbell. I know the um, to where. I mean, Spider Man's supposed to be quippy, but he wasn't that funny in the Spider Man movies. He was more camp, more, mm-hmm. I guess, more straight, um, and less humor, um. He had some lines in there, but you're right. He wasn't as he wasn't over the top like Andrew Garfield was in the Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think. I, and Tom Holland's not even quippy, yeah. Jay. It's Zendaya who's the quippy one in those movies. Um, <laughs> but Raimi does more camp and does more. Yeah, because I mean, I think that there were several emotional beats in this movie that I think worked really well, and I think 
that was a good job on Raimi because Raimi's really good, I think, at emotional moments. And I think that's why Spider the Spider-Man movies, especially Spider-Man 2, is so good because he can build up those emotional moments and have them pay off. Yeah. Um, which I think worked well for Wanda's character. Nobody else. I I mean, it was more her send-off movie, I feel like, than than anything. But I enjoyed it. I, yeah. It was a Oh, can fucking Marvel get better wigs? No. You get the wigs you get. Apparently. Like I thought it looked like dog shit on yeah. Spider-Man when I saw Doctor Strange. Like, Jesus, that's a bad wig. Like, did it did he <laughs> shave his head? Is he is there something wrong? Um that was the worst wig I've ever seen in Spider-Man until I saw this movie. They decided to double down yeah. and use it again. And I'm like, what's wrong with using his hair that he has and just painting some gray right. at the temples? Instead of it looking like Count Dracula? Yeah. Yeah. Like a Ken doll. <laughs> yeah. Like, find me the fakest shit you can yeah. see. Yeah, we can make Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Redford, Redford look years younger, but... Hey, yeah. we got any money on hair? No. no. We need that no. for zombie makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that looks a lot more realistic I know, than what his awesome. hair did. Oh, yeah. Um, he never disappoints with makeup effects, that's for sure. The, uh, but yeah, that those wigs suck. Um, Not good. Ugh, I but, miss the quippiness, though. Yeah, like, he was he was introduced as like the new Tony Iron Man. Tony Stark-ish, yeah. And, but I, I, so I don't know if they if Raimi just doesn't like the quippiness or if they took out the quippiness because they felt like it was too much like Iron Man three. Yeah. Um, they the, had a different writer for this movie though, than Dr. Strange, the original one. That could be that. Did they? Yeah. Could be that. Um, did you feel a difference between, I guess like Shang was Shang Chi, Shang Chi and this movie, a difference, like a quality difference. Hmm. They had they had the same sort of like story beats. Uh, the third act just goes into crazy special effects extravaganza. And but I mean, did it? I guess what I'm getting at is we were talking about Netflix stuff. Yeah. And how it doesn't feel like a real movie. Something's missing. Yeah. Did you feel anything missing from Shang Chi like that? Here's or here's, did here's what is similar with those two movies, Jay. And I've, I've noticed this a lot with Disney content lately. There's this classic bait and switch that is happening with the main characters in these movies. Like Shang-Chi is not a Shang-Chi movie. It's not centered around Shang-Chi. It's centered around his sister. That movie is geared more towards the story of his sister. And okay. Shang-Chi is more of a supporting character. I would say the same thing with Loki. Loki, Tom Hiddleston's Loki, is not the central character in that show. It's the multiverse version of Loki, the female version. That's the story arc and the centerpiece of that show. The same thing with Hawkeye. Hawkeye is not the main centerpiece of that show. It's Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen Moon Knight, but I have a buddy who watched Moon Knight, and he said Oscar Isaac's character, Moon Knight, is not ends up being not the central character in Moon Knight. It's like... The Scarlet, uh, something, some some Egyptian god superhero that ends up being the focal point saves Moon Knight a couple times. Hmm. It's the central character in that. Doctor Strange, the one we just saw. Doctor Strange is not the centerpiece character. It's the Scarlet Witch, and 
to some extent, American Chavez is a little bit more than Doctor Strange is in the movie. So it's just, and even in, in Black Widow, like Scarlett Johansson's character, I guess she's kind of the main character, but it's more Florence Pugh. Pugh. She's more the main central character in that movie than Scarlett Johansson is. Mm-hmm. I. So story structure wise, that's what I think the similarities are lately. It's just bait and switch like, oh, we're going to go see a show or a movie about this character and it ends up not being about that character. Well, I get what I was getting towards was did it did Shang-Chi feel like a movie, like a, a Hollywood movie? Um, oh, that's a good question. Because- I mean, yeah, it, it, I mean, as far as production value, yes. Yeah, there was. You can tell the difference in production value between a TV show and like a movie. Yeah. It, okay. it, yeah. From that perspective, yes. Because I was movie. wondering to where if you felt like there was a difference, like, oh, Doctor Strange felt like more like a real movie as opposed to what Shang-Chi did, then that would go. Because I was trying to bring that back to our conversation about Netflix, to yeah. where there's always something missing. And is it because we're watching it on TV? Because Shang-Chi, you only watched on TV. Yep. You didn't see it in the theater. Nope. But like Red Notice and uh the adam project <laughs> and shit like that to where yeah i mean the adam project felt more like a movie than yes. what red notice did yes um it didn't it felt more like i guess a complete idea to where i didn't know uh if you felt any difference as far as oh dr strange felt more like a real movie than what shang chi did to where then we could at least narrow down that feeling to where maybe it is because it's being released on TV and you're not seeing it in the theater. Yeah. But if you didn't notice any kind of difference as far as the production value and stuff no. like that, then then we can narrow it down to Netflix just sucking. I think we can narrow it down to Netflix. Because, yeah, Shang-Chi's choreography and set pieces, from, from an action perspective, they were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely well thought out and well done. I mean, the story was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't um, seen it. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Got a little cartoony at the end there, but it's a Marvel movie. What yeah. are you going to do? A lot of the story points didn't really make sense, but what does anymore? Mm-hmm. And then I think about the end of that movie, how it didn't play a part in Doctor Strange. Well, it, it's, just, an, it's because inter- Wong's in Shang Chi. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's in it. And the, there's a the ending is Wong opens like a thing and. Chang Chi, and then I can't remember what Aquafina's character's names in it. They walk in with Wong to like the uh, Sanct- Sanctum Sorum. What's the place where in New York that building? Yeah, Sanctum, the, the Sanctum. Yep, or whatever Sanctum thingy. They thingy. walk into that with Wong. Okay, so and then the movie just ends. There's too many movies, Jay. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy nonsense at this point. So I mean, overall, I, I felt that. It, uh, it was just uneven tones and they could have done way more with having fun with the idea of a multiverse. They didn't really capitalize on that. It, it was classic bait and switch. It was not a movie about Dr. Strange. It was Scarlet Witch. And I'm fine with that. If you just, I like the idea of sticking with the horror tone, Scarlet Witch, America Chavez is the final girl. I like that idea and work with that. And then have Dr. Strange be sort of like a supporting character because it worked in no way home. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They could have just, they could have just left Doctor Strange out of it completely. Yeah, because his his, mor- where, his moral could, arc wasn't even that great, Jay. In yeah. This movie because you could have had you call it Scarlet Witch and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, and to where she America Chavez is just being chased 
yeah the entire time and she's hopping through dimensions yes and just have fun with it like yeah. us tom cruise's iron man uh you know mm-hmm. john krasinski you could do that again i mean you could just have fun with it yeah i think that'd be pretty good so we should be you uh, could have like the cast of the office is like all the avengers i don't know just have something fun <laughs> that would be pretty funny yeah the uh but i, I like how they introduced i like that they introduced uh reed richards um I mean that's great casting. Yeah, they can they can casting. bring him back easily yeah. enough. Um, the uh, the bumper car, Wait, the Professor X. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's like Jeffries. We watched the the, the skit from SNL when Will Ferrell comes yeah. into Jeffries. Hello, uh, you guys. <laughs> Excuse me. Which Christy said, really? splendid. She never watched. <laughs> she never watched the uh, the animated series. Yeah. And because we were driving back to your house after the movie and she's like i had to stop myself from laughing so hard when professor x came in and i'm like why and she's like well he, he like shows up in this bumper car <laughs> and it has this epic music playing and she's like i i had to i covered my mouth and i was but everyone was so quiet in the theater and i was like do you ever see the the animated series and of course of course not no of course, because she, she wasn't a 12 year old boy. No, so no. Why would she? Why would she watch that? Yeah. And so I explained it to her. And I was like, well, that was his hover chair and yeah, the thing or whatever. But it cracked me up. She's like, he comes in in this bumper car. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is hilarious because I, we had that experience growing up. We knew what it was. It, yep. It's not goofy to us. Yeah. It fit in that universe. It fit. Oh, for sure. For that. But yeah, just it, it was interesting hearing somebody's point of view on that that has no association whatsoever yeah. with the animated series and yeah um, and that was a cool scene mm-hmm. when professor x goes into wanda's mind to yep. try to pull her out from the rubble yeah and then the scarlet witch is behind him and that was yeah shows up in the mist that was cool snaps her yeah snaps, snaps his, his neck. neck yeah people have been having an issue with how powerful the scarlet witch is what why they're like so she just goes into this other multiverse and that she just destroys the Avengers in that multiverse in like 10 minutes and it's no big deal. Yep. <laughs> that's yep. how, that's how powerful she is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I no, like I'm that. fine. I'm fine with that. That is, that didn't bother me. I just, I just make it a Scarlet Witch movie. The, the story, this the writing sucks. Mm. The guys, the guy's a shit writer. The, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have a problem with, Wanted being that powerful either because no, she reached that point organically. Yeah. You saw her when she was first introduced. She's in that little cell thing and she's like playing with blocks her. So, you know, she has telekinetic ability. And then, um, then there's a scene in what was it? Civil war. When you see how powerful she can actually be. Well, I mean, she can possess people. You see that in Avengers yeah. age of Ultron. And then you see that. I forget what happened. She, a building exploded or something, or she deflected something. Um, oh, from Civil War, yeah, there, there was a, a bomb that goes off, and she's containing it, and then she kind of can't do it, and then the bomb explodes at the top level, and that's when the Accords come in. And, yep. Yeah, and then you uh, see her face off against Thanos, and yep. which there's some nerd debate there to where she probably would have been able to kill him. Yep. Um, but that's good lead-in because her grief of Vision dying, her killing Vision, mm-hmm. made her more powerful because she was 
still mad at that. Yeah. And and I liked how they talked about that in, in that movie to where she said she's like, I killed Vision and it didn't matter. Yeah. Because she, she took the stone. Um, yep. And but uh, Doctor Strange ended up giving him the time stone anyways. Yeah. Um, to where I could see that. Yeah. That part of the anger. I, yeah. I liked how they talked about that. Um, or even in WandaVision, she possesses a whole town. Yeah. It, so her powers are just growing. gradually growing. Yeah. And um, I think it makes sense. To makes where, sense to me. Yeah. yeah. That's, I'm fine with it. Yep. It's a lot better than never hearing, never even meeting a Jedi in real life. And then five fucking minutes later, you can do Jedi mind tricks and shit <laughs> because. Are you talking about Ray? Just because. <laughs> and then you can, oh, well, I'm yeah. going to. Yep. Fucking shit. Fucking JJ. JJ. Ruins everything. Yeah. But yeah, just make a Scarlet Witch movie. And yeah. Yeah, I think that that would have been a better. That would have been a better. better the, guy clearly, the, guy, the guy clearly doesn't know how to write Doctor Strange. I mean, he's not quippy at all in this movie. It's just. They're all. I mean, yeah. He doesn't know what Tony wants. He, he Again, he doesn't know if it wants to be a sequel to WandaVision, Doctor Strange, Endgame. No way. He has. There's no clarity to that. And yeah, I mean, it's it's surprising that it it wasn't better with a single writer listed. But of course, we don't know also to where he was probably given a list of things. OK, yeah. include this. Kevin Feige Productions, you will include this. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure he's always done that from the beginning of the Marvel thing yeah. or at least Disney or something having a hand in it, because I'm pretty sure it's not someone make a doctor strange sequel no it's it's probably very structured to where okay we need you to write the next doctor strange movie it needs to have these characters in it and it needs to have these plot points these plot elements and yeah i imagine some of it is probably hard to pull together to where it depends because i think this was actually supposed to be before spider-man it was supposed to be before Spider-Man. And yeah. then they had to do some rewrites. Yep. Because schedule's getting... So shit's changing behind the scenes and stuff like that. I haven't seen anything else this guy's done. I don't want to say he's a shit writer just because... I mean, it, this was a little muddled. I've... I don't know. There, There's enough corporate influence oh, over day-to-day sure. -day shit that yeah. I, I'm sure people are just pulling their hair out just trying to make this good mm -hmm. at the same time trying to please their bosses and at the same time trying to make a cohesive story that spans across multiple movies so yeah the um but yeah i mean i think at the same time though yeah i think it probably would have been a better move if they actually made it a horror film yep and uh well you had a horror director come on yeah and, and it would have made it would have made america's uh realization of powers a lot more organic yeah um especially if she had to figure it out on her own Yep. Uh, because I think that's uh, being self-reliant is what makes a strong female character, not so much just being powerful. Yep. So. Um, and I, but I tell you what, though, I don't like I don't like this bait and switch strategy that, that Disney's doing right now. 
I if, if I'm going to a Doctor Strange movie, I want the movie to be centered on Doctor Strange. You're That's not going to like Thor then, probably. Exactly. Thor, Love and Thunder. It's going to introduce Lady Thor, and then probably another character that I've never heard of. And Thor is going to be like a secondary character. That's probably what's going to happen. Probably. And it's it's annoying. It's super annoying. No expectations. But it's brilliant. I I I can't. I can't knock the hustle. I get what they're doing. It's it's evil geniuses it's at just, Disney. Of course we're going to go see Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. But of no course. expectations. Just don't. You don't need to care about I it. I know what these evil assholes are doing over there. <laughs> these, <laughs> these fucking assholes. The, uh, but I, I think they're going to have. I, I mean, the original people are leaving. Yeah. This universe, and it's going to get to a point, I think, that they are they're gonna stop making these for us. And I think they're already starting to do that. I think yeah, I think so. Um, because you're gonna have America Chavez be a main character. Mm -hmm. Um we can't relate to her. Um Yep. We're too old. Uh we relate to Doctor Strange. We relate to um Thor we really because that's that's who hooked us so now they're they're bringing in the young crowd so i wonder is america chavez a popular comic book i don't character know. i don't know i cuz not enough to where like iron man wasn't exactly a very popular i mean it was a popular comic book but it was a no, by no means on the level of like superman or the, or batman or spiderman yeah iron man was a weird choice to start off of the yeah. people in the Avengers, it was Captain America and Spider-Man are yeah. the most well-known uh, outside of the X-Men. But you had such a great actor in Robert Downey Jr. carrying your movie that it worked. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but and I didn't even read the comic. I didn't read Captain America mm -hmm. comic books, but I knew who he was. Like, I, I know who Captain America yeah. is. And Thor, I didn't read any Thor, but I knew his hammer. You knew, of, yeah, you knew, I knew, the, you knew Hulk. I've seen Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, <laughs> so I know who Thor is Vincent D'Onofrio. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The first Marvel movie was. That's right. Um, I know who Ant Man is. Like, I, I these are all familiar names. I know who they are. So I'd be interested to see a movie if you cast the right person. I will go watch that movie. Yeah, and but I think part of it too is like they didn't give her enough to do. No. So I mean it wasn't it's a shit introduction for her character oh, if they plan awful. on her character being a major player down the road. Yeah. Um, or maybe it was just to introduce and the Young Avengers movie is gonna concentrate on them. Because I think Miss Marvel is a young Avengers. What's the difference between Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel? I don't know. I'm not that deep into the I don't care anymore, comic Jay. book. I don't stuff. care anymore. The um but that's another teenager. Yeah. I think. So you have those two. I don't know who else are I don't know. I don't know who else is in the either. young Avengers. I don't know. Um I haven't even seen Eternals. I don't even know what that whole thing's about. Or how they fit into everything. Yeah, I'd uh I know I I don't care anymore. <laughs> I didn't care as soon as they had. Uh, like I said, I wanted to see this movie because Sam Raimi was directing it. And I thought the concept of multiverse was be, be kind of fun, a cool movie, popcorn experience. 
I, it just didn't deliver it for me. Yeah. It's disappointing. It, it'll be interesting because I, I, they need to bring America Chavez cannot be bland. The other character, the new characters are bringing in cannot be bland. Yeah. Um, or else that's going to be a problem because I don't think, um, I mean, after Thor, you have guardians. I think that's about it. And yeah, but these people are getting to the end of their contracts. Like Thor, I think his ends next movie. Like yeah, this is his last play, movie. He's been playing Thor for 11 years. Yeah. That's and, crazy. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is taking a break from acting, but he said that he has no plans of stopping playing Doctor Strange. Which taking is, a break from acting. Well, he's got like three kids and stuff. Oh, he's taking like, a hiatus? He's been in like three movies every year, I feel he's like. He's pulling a Cameron Diaz. Something. Yeah. He's just going to quit. He's going to say, out. you know what? But no, like he, said, he, said, he said he's going to do Doctor Strange for, for, like he has no plans of stopping it anytime oh, okay. soon. okay. So, I mean... Um, but I feel like they need to introduce characters that people can follow. And I don't know if they're just introducing younger characters that we don't give a shit about because they want to keep getting that younger audience. So that way they follow it for the next 15 years, because fuck us. We're, <laughs> we're old. So let's get the younger people in sure. it because um, just because. So I wonder if they're they're trying to play that to where. Yeah, um, but I. I don't know. I th- I think once uh once Thor's gone, um after next movie of the original people, you have Spider-Man and you got the Guardians. Well, think- they don't have Spider-Man anymore. Lost the rights to no, Sony right no. now. You think so? Yeah. Well, they're not yeah, gonna they're- they'll, they'll, they'll do a little rub and tell yeah, they're together. not gonna <laughs> Disney will probably just buy out Sony and Oh, please don't. <laughs> please don't. But you're going to, but that's the, I mean, after Guardians and Thor, that's the originals. Yep. Gone. And I can't think of anything. I haven't, I haven't haven't watched Shang-Chi. Maybe I'll be really into it. I don't know. Yeah, Um, maybe. But, uh, but I think that's going to be an issue is these kids. I guess they have Black Panther without. Black um, Panther, uh, yeah, Chadwick <laughs> Bosman. Which that that that's just a shitty situation. But yeah, that's the um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It'll it'll be it'll be weird how they keep interest going. Which makes me think maybe they're just gonna start aiming for a younger audience, let the older people go, bring in younger one, uh, the younger audience to keep the franchise going. Yeah, which could be it. I think it's a terrible strategy. Yeah, but I mean, but you got to focus on making good movies, compelling characters. True. No, I'm saying having compelling characters, but are the characters going to be compelling to us or are they going to be compelling to it? If 20 something America Chavez is the jumping point off these new characters, they need to hire better writers because my God. Well, they need to figure out what to do with those characters. Yes. I'm sorry. Hire better actors. I I, I still she think she is not a good actress. See, I, but she isn't Jay. I, I'm not going to say that because I she there was nothing to the character. Like the character uh, had no, and that's not her fault. It's you got to have some sort of gravitas as an actor in a movie. Yeah, but how she, many how many child actors have that? 
there's only Haley there, Joel Osment. <laughs> the there's only one time. It Have was, you seen uh, him lately? Oh my no. goodness! Um, he's hilarious though. He was yeah. in what was it? Uh, the Spoils of Babylon. Is that the one with Will Ferrell and yeah. Kristen Wiig? And I, oh wait, yeah, and uh, Tobey Maguire and I oh think yeah, Haley Joel Osment said it <laughs> yeah. like fucking good. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, there, what kid actor have you seen give a performance who you're like, damn, like now that it's only happened like twice for me, Henry Thomas and E.T. Mm-hmm. And uh, surprisingly, a ripoff, a wannabe ripoff of the E.T. Super 8. Um, what's her what's her name? Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning. Yeah. Well, Tom Holland has gravitas, I think, is a kid actor. Or he's young, not he's younger like, actor, like mid twenties. Well, she's not. How old is what's her face? She's not that old. Here, I, I got it right here. Born two thousand six. So what is that? What's what's this year? Twenty two. Sixteen. Okay, she's sixteen. I'm not trying to shit on a sixteen year old no, here. I'm no, just saying I, she's. No, I. She I, can't I get carry it. a movie. If you were to give her, but I don't think it was her movie to carry though. No, I, I, that's not what I'm saying. And that's that's why I'm. You know what? It is okay to say that she's she was not good. She's a CW actress, Nickelodeon act, Disney act, whatever, whatever you want to say. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not. I enjoyed Nickelodeon and Disney shows as a kid. There's a time and a place for that stuff. I'm not. That's fine. But as far as movie acting, no. Yeah. See, I don't know. I I don't uh I don't have teenagers, so I don't know how they would have right. Res- responded to her character or maybe something. they responded well and i'm just an old something codger yeah could be i don't know but yeah i feel like she was like inconsequential yeah in the movie um yeah elizabeth olsen i think rachel rachel mcadams i feel like is just too good to be in these movies, <laughs> she is. like so is Elizabeth. I mean, there's Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, there's really good actors I know in these are. movies. There are. And, I mean, Th- that- and that's another reason why maybe that's why she seems so out of her league because she is in scenes with Benedict Cumberbatch, who's a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Rachel McAdams and Elizabeth—they're great actors. They're awesome. It's tough. Yeah, I. She's better than the kid in Yellowstone. <laughs> wow. The lowest barter hurdle. <laughs> I don't think that kid knows how to read. He doesn't. Um, he or doesn't. talk. Or talk, yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, anything else on? No. I don't recommend Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, if anything, just wait till you can get it in, I don't know, Redbox if you still do that. Or wait till it gets on Disney Plus if you still subscribe to that. I wouldn't waste, you know, if you're taking someone out on a date, 30 bucks on some tickets and then, you know, $800 on candy and popcorn and a slushy. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. What's the going rate these days after 8.5% inflation, Jay? Your arm. <laughs> is that what it is? That's your arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. I got nothing else. Um, yep. No, no. I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was yeah. fun. I thought it was fun. I'm hey. not I'm not a bitter 
hey, piece uh, of shit. Hey, uh, agree to disagree, Jay. Uh, no, agree <laughs> that you're wrong and I'm right. So, um, but yeah, that was fine. Um, all right. Next week, what are we doing next week? Talking about comedies, right? No, we're not. We're not doing a damn shit, thing next that's week right. because because yeah. life. Yes, because life. Uh, we are both traveling for work. Um, next week, so. We will show up the week after. Hopefully, by that time, we will have a nice surprise for our ones of listeners. <laughs> um, it's tens, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, uh, followers. Eh, uh, would we call her chubby? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah. Hopefully, we'll have a nice surprise next episode, which will be posted uh, probably the 24th. Um, so... Uh, hopefully we'll have a nice, nice surprise, nice comment section for you guys to give feedback on an email address for you guys to email us and, uh, rate us, yep. uh, talking about our stupid voices. Uh, that, yep. but the next episode we do, yes, will be our top five favorite eighties comedies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. That sounds good. That's a deep one. Jeez. I got allergies. So yeah. That's, it's that time of year. Yep. What so, are you gonna do? But, awesome. Cool. Well, until next time, Jack. Until next time. I gotta piss. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I gotta piss. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>